Did you cut it off oh, early? There, there was, no, there was like a little gap there. What the hell was that? Oh, okay. That threw me for a fucking loop. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for joining us. Row one, seat one. Right here live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide, Joey Fats Radio. Coming at you with another just uh, fantastically awesome show. Yeah. And uh, boy, do we got a lot to get. We got a lot to, we got a lot to talk about tonight, guys. There is, um, well, let's see. We've got Colin Kaepernick to talk about. Uh, we talked about Cam Newton last week um, and his bad bitches. <laughs> I would much rather talk about Cam Newton than Colin Kaepernick. Well, the good news is, is that we're going to get to shit on Colin Kaepernick a little bit tonight, oh. which is always fun. Um, I hope he gets signed. I really do. I'm I'm praying I'm praying for it. I hope it happens. It's gonna be post draft, right? It has to be post draft. I think by draft day it'll probably. I think by the time, definitely by the time training camp starts, he will. Are have a the job. Seahawks the only front runners in him right I, now? I don't. I haven't heard of anybody actually interested. I in heard him. the Seahawks. Well, they're the only team that formally met with him so far. I haven't heard of like, anybody who's actually interested in him yet. Um, but I would imagine Seattle. I mean, they don't really have anybody. They've got Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Um they could get Bake. They they could get Baker the brother Baker, the touchdown maker to stun on these hoes. Um I don't know, we'll see. But we've got Kaepernick, we've got uh what else have we got tonight? We've got oh we've got Pizzagate 2.0. That was unbelievable. Uh, we've got the Easter Bunny fucking shit up. We've got Kyrie Irving, the NBA playoffs. Uh, we got Tatum. dudes. We got Jason Tatum. We got yeah. We're gonna get into a lot. Uh, we're gonna be heavy on the Boston Celtics tonight. I think. Uh, I think we'll be heavy on the NBA, or at least from the Kyrie Boston standpoint, because uh, this is a fascinating series. Absolutely fascinating. It's it's just one storyline. That's all everybody cares about. I don't think like do Boston fans even care if we win this series. Yes. It doesn't yeah. seem like it. I think that, I, I, I think, think this so. is a one series. Like, if you're a Boston fan and you have to, you can only win, like, you're not going to win the championship, but you want to win one series, I think this is the one you want to win. Okay, yeah. but is it more of we just don't like Kyrie that much, or is it, like, oh, we just really want to beat the Nets? I feel like it's more of just, like, we just really don't like Kyrie. I mean, I think that, like, people, like, obviously they hate Kyrie, like, Boston fans, like, real Boston fans dislike Kyrie obviously the stomping on the leprechaun and all the, and all the bullshit oh, he left oh we'll and get to that because I think he said something very mature after the game the other night and then immediately seconds later to add the Spongebob meme of 1.3 seconds later yeah. he was like he was like moments later um, immediately just reincanted everything he just said he was just like oh no it's whatever they do to me I'm gonna do back to them it's like alright respectable well I, I love this react you know we'll get into it but I guess in of course. A minute, I love this reaction when I saw it but I mean like I think I think there's like a lot of Kyrie hatred. His, his on court reaction. Yeah. The double BJ thing. Yeah. What was that? That was awesome. <laughs> we got the we got the video to show you, so yeah. stick around. Yeah, thanks, Miguel. We'll get into that. Uh, we've got the numbers, and we do have the numbers to back up and refute what Colin Kaepernick said. So we are not just uh, toying you along. We're not just going to give you empty, hollow opinions. We have facts and numbers and stats. Uh, to back up what we're going to say. So stay tuned. 774-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to give us a call. Get your thoughts in on this glorious Tuesday night in April. Unfortunately, I have to apologize, especially mostly to Pat. Uh, we will not be able to do a live draft show this year. Um, oh, dude, there's no way. No, I, I even can't, me. I can't get the night off. I just can't. I can't do it. Is it it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday night. They moved it to Thursday night first round. Probably not getting off either. Yeah, now. it's it's just not going to work with our, our actual day job schedule. So uh, I don't get home till like six thirty p.m. And like, imagine like rushing home and just being like, okay, all about the draft. Ah, and the first guy gets drafted, that's wrong, and I'm just like, 
There goes the rest of the board. <laughs> now I'm just guessing. Well, we weren't we weren't here to uh, basically prognosticate and di- tell you who we thought was going to get drafted. We were just here to react to the picks. Because no, you know, I did that. No, because like I was pretty well, good. You're, at, like, you're pretty good at picking about like who's going to go where, and you like, read a lot doing, of mock stuff. Doing a mock draft, very difficult. Yes, seeing the guys fall live, and I'm like, okay, that kind of probably changes this team's idea. I'm very good at that. So I kind of you went did, off of that. You did you did pretty good the the year we did the draft what did in 2020. Like 23 out of you had, 32 yeah, guys. Yeah, you had 23 out of th- yeah. You had you good. had better than two thirds of the first round, mm. right? And meanwhile, but I'm, but I'm doing it like not to cut you off. Sorry, like pick eight comes in and it's a linebacker for the Jaguars. I'm like, oh, with Miles Jack. I was like, okay, it's Miles Jack. I'm like, all right, that probably changes what Detroit's going to do because they would have taken him. So now I'm going to go this person. So the, it was kind of like doing a live mock draft. Right, right. But so, nailing right, everyone. You were, and you were able like, to react. Yeah. But the nice thing is, like, when you watch the draft on ESPN, it's so, like, or, or NFL Network, it's just so cringy because you have these guys, right, and you get the Todd McShays and the Mel Kuypers up there, and they're sitting there and they're like, I think, you know, uh, you know, the Indianapolis Colts are on the board and they're going to take this guy because this makes all the sense in the world. And, you know, he's a great, uh, you know, they're like, oh, he's a right tackle. They need a really need a right tackle. And they're going to take a right tackle, and it just makes all the sense. And then the pick comes in, and they're like, and it's a safety out of Notre Dame that we had. And it's like, well, I had a third-round grade on this guy, but I'll tell you what, this pick makes a lot of sense, and let me tell you why. And you're like, you literally just spent five minutes telling us how they need offensive line depth, and they need a right tackle. And then you they pick a guy that you had a third-round grade on, and you're sitting there just, like, felishing them, saying, well, let me tell you, this makes sense. And it's just like, no, fuck that shit. I'm so over that. Like, I hate the draft. I think our draft show was way more entertaining than the actual draft itself. The only thing that would be better is if we could actually put the draft on the screen and just commentate on it. Yeah, yeah. You can't like wait. Mystery you know, Science you, Theater 3000. I would love to miss Like, I wish we could do that. I actually had that idea to, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 games, like, rewatch old, like, classic NFL games get, and Mystery Science Theater 3000 them, but you can't. so hard, yeah. Dude, you can't. You just get blown off the internet, and it sucks. Um, but anyway, 774-992-8702. Give us a phone call. So let's uh, let's start right off with the Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics drama. Uh, game two tomorrow night, what, 7 o'clock, 730? 730. 730. 730. Oh. 730. I will be say. tuning in. Oh, yeah, I can't Same. wait. Same. I mean, like, playoff basketball, playoff hockey, I'm a different animal. Like, I'll watch all that shit. I love anything playoffs pretty much, so yes, I agree. Yes. Yes, uh, well, especially playoff, hockey. Playoff baseball, really on my fucking nerves, so I don't know. I really? Playoff baseball, I feel like, is still the best. I don't know, man. I, don't I know. love playoff I, baseball. I, I last get year, into baseball. Last year, I was really hard. annoyed. I was totally out of I'm really looking year. forward to the Astros winning another World Series this year and, <laughs> and just completely shutting everybody up and making the whole they cheated in 2017 thing just go away and just be like it, bye it doesn't matter all you need is public perception they'll just remember it forever you could go out and prove everything I, for the I rest know, of your life as you as you have done over yes, and over again or at and, least in your mind you haven't really proven anything but oh, you I've, think you did oh, I've proved to plenty of people uh, might, might not be you might not be you but I've proved to, I have a bottle cap opener I was going to say we, you know, we just need to, can we just get him a bottle opener I have so one on to, my keys so he's going to smash the desk open like, <laughs> you hear a loud you hear, yes, you hear a loud thud through the microphone <laughs> as well. Boom. Sorry, Meanwhile, sorry. my dog's probably downstairs freaking out right now thinking somebody's banging on the door. She's like, sorry. it's so ridiculous. We're, we're watching, like, we're taking a nap yesterday on the couch. So it was just, we, the wife and I had the day off, and we were just, we partied up because, uh, you know, happy birthday, cuz, 417. Yes. Mm. Rest in peace, my brother. I can't believe um, how long it's been already. I know. I know. It's been, it's been, it's been a grip, dude. It's been 11 years. Long time. It's been 11 Jesus years. Christ. So we, uh, it does not feel like 11 we years. We whooped it up no. on, on Sunday night uh, for Kevin's birthday, my wife and I did, and, uh, 
So, you know, yesterday we needed a little bit of a nap time. And, like, we're watching, like, Seinfeld. And, and like, Kramer, like, knocks on the fucking door of Jerry's apartment like he does every episode. And it's on repeat on Comedy Central. So, like, every episode. And, like, obviously somebody's always knocking on the door. So every fucking 15, 20 minutes my dog's going, (laughs) and I'm like, can you fucking stop, please? Like, I threw a ball at her. I was like, shut up. You just need to change uh, the channel. No, I love Seinfeld. We watched. I watched the one yesterday twice, where Jerry pretends to be married so he can get a discount at the uh, at mm-hmm. the dry cleaner mm-hmm. on his dry cleaning, and it's Courtney Cox is is the the yeah. girl he pretends to be married to. It's it's fantastic. It's a great great episode. But anyhow, um, let's talk about this Boston Celtics Kyrie Irving Nets series that is now taking place. So obviously Boston, in my opinion, stole Game One. Yes, because listen, played like shit in the fourth. From, well, look at the last 15 seconds. Actually, I, I tuned in with 38 seconds left. So, like, look at the last minute of the game. You no, know what I mean? you... the, first, the first three quarters, I watched almost the entire game on my phone because I was traveling I was back and work, forth. So, yeah. I was traveling back and forth between households for, for Easter and seeing family. So the entire game was spent destroying my phone's battery. And Celtics did great for the first three quarters. Very defensive. They were very, very, very methodic. They get to the fourth, and they just said, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. And they just shot their leg down. That's shat much. down their leg? Nope, shat their leg down. Shat their leg. Shat their, okay. leg down. shat their leg down. So when the when I looked at the score at halftime, it was 61-61. I said, oh, no. I said, this isn't good. This is not what the Celtics want to be doing right now. Mm. This is not the game the Celtics want to be playing. Because if they think they're going to go toe-to-toe and just try to outscore the Nets for, you know, four out of seven games, it's not – I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. I still think the Nets are going to win this series because when you really look at it, KD had – Arguably the worst game I've seen him play in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. four, five, with five turnovers. He had six, turn- six turnovers. Six turnovers. He played like garbage. Play, uh, what twenty three points? He was awful. Yeah. Kyrie put the team on his back in the fourth quarter. Yeah, thirty nine points. Forty. With I thought eight, it was forty. 18, forty flat. Uh, eighteen of them, I believe. Eighteen. I think it was thirty nine and eighteen in the fourth. Right. Yeah. So uh, most of his points were in the fourth, and all of his points came from all of his points, but three came against anyone other than Marcus Smart. He did not have a good time against Marcus Smart. No. Well, defensively. Is he defensive player of the year? He was. He is, yeah. Marcus Smart. Defense, defensive yeah. But I would like, I would like to see Marcus, Marcus Smart, Smart actually cover him the next game as right, opposed right. to only several series, which he did great. Well, I, I think the same could be said if you're a Brooklyn fan that you would actually like to see KD and Kyrie, your two best players on the floor. Don't play defense. Put some put some effort in on a Never. final possession. Never. Like, I mean, when, right. when do you ever see a walk-off layup? <laughs> Never. The spin Never. move to the outside. I was like... Oh, and it, was... and it almost, I mean, it was, it, it wasn't almost, it almost didn't go. It was close, but like one bobble or one like misstep there and that game's over. Brooklyn wins it. Yes. Right. And it was, Brooklyn did a pretty, I mean, a decent job up until they went to close out on the three point line and the two guys went, left their feet and went flying out of bounds Yep. and left that wide open and KD yeah. and Kyrie were just like, yeah, nah. And, uh, and what's his name there? <laughs> um, uh, the, the kid who was, who was like a 53% free, uh, free throw shooter breaking two free throws with under a minute or a minute and a half to go um, when he got to the when he got the, the ball uh, no what the hell was his name it'll come to me um, but you know that Brooklyn made some mistakes but the biggest my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is that KD had a horrible game yeah and it still took the Celtics till the buzzer to beat him right Joey Fats Radio row one seat one Nets and six. Nets, I said Nets in seven before the season, the series started, so I, I, I can see it. I could definitely see it. Yeah, it's the worst matchup for the Celtics, like completely. Like they could have faced anyone else and been like so much better, but you know, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I it could wish go either I, way. Yeah, I wish I – I mean, I hadn't really followed basketball too, too much this season. All I know is I'm hoping – That was I mean, the first basketball game, game I watched all year. Though, yeah. I mean, was it really? Celtics, yeah. The Celtics are the better roster from 1 to 15. I mean, they're the two seed. Was yeah, it, the Celtics have a better depth at roster, 100%. But, you know, the but top the Nets talent. Have, the Nets have the better top-end talent the and the, be, better the, superstar, better top, the bigger superstars, say, and that's what wins in the NBA. If you're going to say the top two players, you would say KD Kyrie. Back to back. If you were going to rank the top five players in this series, I would say KD, Brooklyn, Kyrie. Brooklyn, Boston, Boston, Brooklyn, Drummond, maybe. So before I get into anything, Sean, do you, think, do you think Boston's going to win the series? I have no idea. I, I'm not like like that, like over the top about like the Celtics team. Like the Celtics team, I think overperformed a lot of the times this year. And then we got a bad matchup against against Brooklyn, who's probably the worst team you could face in the whole in all of the players, especially in the, in the opening round. So. I don't know, like, they're good and they're performing well and everything's kind of coming together for them at the end of the year as opposed to the beginning of the season when they played, like, dog shit. Terrible. So, I, I, I don't know. I think it could be 50-50, to be completely honest with you. Like, I wasn't here last week to do picks, but if I had to pick, I'll say Celtics in seven because I want the Celtics to win. But, uh, honestly, it could go either way. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree, man. Um, one thing I'd like to top off about the game, uh, I don't like that they let Jalen Brown get that easy bucket late in the game to cut it to one. Yeah, I didn't um, I didn't like that either. I thought that was so that kind of ties in with what I was just saying about Kyrie and KD kind of taking that last position off defensively with like just minimal to no effort. The whole the last 7 minutes they yeah, both took the, but they it, didn't that, play at the all. possession before I think was even more damning because they when you cut that to one, now you got to go down and score and if mm-hmm. you don't, it's like okay, fuck like yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that quick bucket. I thought that was a. I, I agree, Durant. That was a bad, bad decision on the on the Nets I part. I think part of it is, uh, you know, having the right guys on the floor as well. Because uh, I'm going to put a little bit of blame on Steve Nash there. Um, we didn't see a lot of Andre Drummond. I was kind of surprised at that. Um, he's a pretty good rim protector, and I, I just find you know history keeps repeating itself. Where late in games, teams aren't opting to put a rim protector in there and guys are just getting these easy buckets. Um, I can go back to, uh, this is going back a little bit to the heat days when uh, LeBron was playing a, a pretty tough series versus the Pacers and Paul George. Um, it was, it was I want to say the final possession, they took Roy Hibbert out of the game, who was their best rim protector. And how did the game end? LeBron blown by finishing at the rim and um I think it's just, you know, going back to, like I stated, you know, having the right guys on the floor. I think that's a big part of the deal. Yeah, and I think that's what – I think, honestly, when you when you break it down, like that's what the seven-game series, when where where the, that benefits teams with good coaches and guys who can read and react and, and instantly understand, like read the room and know what to do. If Steve Nash is worth his weight in salt, he will make adjustments mm-hmm. going forward, and I think he is worth his weight in salt. I really do. I'm actually – I know he's got great talent on that team, but I listening to him in the huddle and and what he was saying, like he he sounded like a cheerleader at times, yeah, like did, just like a like a glorified cheerleader. But you know he knows the game, and you know he knows better than anybody like what it takes to win. I mean, granted, he never actually finished the job, but you know when they were down, <laughs> guy. when they were down one three to the Lakers, and uh, and it was oh six oh seven, whatever it was there that year. And they came back and 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 won that. That was because they played him. Stat, you know, those guys played. Uh, uh, what's his name there? The the Brazilian kid, the burner. Um, they they played balls to the wall, energy wise. 
And I think he'll make the right adjustments. I, I don't think he is just the cheerleader on the on the on the bench wearing the suit. Um, but yeah, that I, I agree. I, I thought I thought there would be more drum in there. Oh, well, I the think end. I think um, a Brooklyn reporter asked him after the game something to that effect of like, you know, what were you thinking defensively in the end of the game? There, do you have any regrets? Kind of hinting like, why did you have like more size in there to protect? And I think he hinted at more of like he was worried about speed at the end of the game, like the Celtics' speed at the end of the game. So that's why he didn't have Drummond in there. So he didn't say Drummond's yeah, name directly, I mean, but I think he was worried about like the him just getting burned. Yeah. To cap off the game, I mean, I give credit where credit's due. I think the Celtics had a great game plan for him. I mean, if you watch most of the game, I mean, whenever KD touched the ball, it was an instant double team. Yep. I mean, he couldn't breathe all game. He was throwing the ball away, getting the ball stolen. They did do an excellent uh, job defensively on KD. Credit's due. The Celtics threw a lot of different looks at him, and uh, you know, you give credit there, but. At the same time, going the other way with it, Kevin Durant, I, I don't think he's going to shoot this bad the whole series. Right, exactly. That's what I was just saying before we before you came on. I I, I don't think – look, if you think Kevin Durant is going to play that poorly no for, the, for the entire series or even, a, like, another game, like, no. It's just <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Game two, you know, KD could be with it. Now, is Kyrie going to be with it like he was game one, or is he going to be in his head? Well, that's – and that's where we – and that's where we got to – that's what we got to see is – can Kyrie and KD get on the same page? If they can, this series will be over in five. If they can, if they can string together four day, four games of being on the same page, it's a gentleman's sweep. Mm-hmm. And there would be nothing, nothing sweeter, I think, for at least you know Boston haters like myself, for Kyrie to come back into the Garden in Game Five and hit the dagger, like the game-winning dagger in Boston to complete the gentleman's sweep. Yeah, but it's not about. It was never about like Kyrie's. Talent. And I'm sure we're going to get into this too because sure. we're all going to have our different topics of opinions. But it's never about Kyrie's talent. Kyrie's talent has always been there. It's Kyrie's mentality. Oh, I know. Which, which we just have a huge problem with. Believe me, I know. It's just like insanity. But I just think it would be. I think it would be great for the headlines. Is and it great for is us? It, is it plausible? Absolutely. It's great for us. But when is that going to be? Like two weeks from now? Because these games are so far apart. I know. I Sunday know, to Wednesday. Dude, I thought like, I was. Jesus. I saw the schedule. The game's on yeah, Saturday night. Today. I know. I saw the Celtics schedule, and uh, I saw they, they start Sunday. I'm like, fuck, they're going to be playing on Tuesday night right in the middle of the show. No. And they're like, oh, it's Wednesday. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And the next game is Saturday. And then yeah. the following game is Wednesday again. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's gonna be, we're going to be in the playoffs for guys, three weeks. If you guys had to throw out some early predictions, uh, what do you got meeting in the finals? I honestly Ooh. think it's going to be Bucks and Suns again, repeat. And I think the Suns are going to pull it off this time. Mm, I'll say I'll agree with you on the Bucks. I like the Bucks. Um, exactly what Shannon Sharp has happening, except he has the Bucks winning it again. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off the like kind of uh, left field. Yeah, I'm going Nets Warriors. Nets Warriors. I, I think, think the, the most I want to see. Match. Let me see. I the think that's in the because West. I think Hold that's on. I think that's the best matchup for TV. Like for me, entertainment wise. Yeah. Because I want to see KD go up against his old boys. And you know, know. there's tons and, of storylines. Yeah, the storylines are just there's just too much. If I was going for who I was just rooting for, I'd want to see. I think I want to see like Philly, Denver, like in terms of just like who I would like to see in it. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I like Philly. I have no faith in Minnesota or Memphis. Phoenix is. I feel like Phoenix is like the hot pick. Everyone I feel like Phoenix. Phoenix is like a house of cards, though. Like as soon as like shit, like I feel like they're just gonna collapse. Uh, honestly, I'm not a fan of Miami really either. I like Jimmy Butler, but I don't really think Miami. Okay, is Utah is the fifth seed. 
Is anyone ever fucking afraid of Utah ever be no. since Carl Malone has left? No. No, no one's been afraid of Utah since the 90s. Ever. When they, even when they had like Boozer and fucking um and uh what's his name? Uh I forget. Anyway, the early like the mid two thousands. John John Stockton or something? No, it wasn't Stockton. I mean, Stockton. I think it's fair to say that uh you know the uh the Suns weren't really that good before uh Chris Paul got there. So I mean no, Chris Paul is a is is a great guy at getting you to like the cusp. You just can't finish. You know, Durant, I, I I'll steal Joey's pick. I'm gonna be uh, an asshole right now. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Bucks and it's gonna be um, uh, Golden State. Oh, uh, D D uh, Ro- Rosen, not Ro- was it Rosen? Demar Rosen. Demar Rosen for the Bulls. No, the he uh, went on to become a coach. Oh. Deron Williams, that's who it was. Deron Williams, yeah. D-Will. Jesus Christ, Deron Williams. That was him and Carlos Boozer. What was that? Two thousand three, like oh six, oh seven. Yeah. Jesus. They man. also had AK forty seven on that team. That too. was sixteen years ago. AK forty seven was the hey, sickest fucking nickname in the history of sports. But I was a baby. Um, yeah. So um, I'll touch on one topic and then I'll let you guys get back to it. But um, trying to talk about wide receivers again and uh, you know how valuable are wide receivers to football teams because it, it seems like you know. Of recent, it seems like you can go out and get three good receivers, and uh, you know that'll be enough. Yeah, I don't think um, if, if I can jump in really quick about the wide receiver talk. You've seen the wide receiver boom this offseason like crazy. Now everyone's demanding to get paid. So right. immediately you had, you, you know, guys, do you think we have a dilemma? Do you think we have like a dilemma on our hands with that? Oh wide no, I think market, I think or? you're gonna see teams just go the complete opposite direction and go insane and start drafting guys and being like, we can't afford these prices because this this off season yeah. has just been like, obviously you got Adams. Um, Diggs asked for a new contract. You had Tyreek Hill de- yeah. demand his way out of town. Yeah. Now you have A.J. Brown in Tennessee demanding more money. You have Debo Samuel in San Francisco demanding more money. You have, who's the last guy I forgot right before he came on the show? I know um, the guy's asking for more Ward, money. Ward just got a... No, uh, that was a cornerback. Oh, okay. I know what I'm just saying, like, all around. Um, was it... Was it McLaren? McLaren from uh, Terry Washington? McLaurin, yeah. yeah. And, and Cooper Cup's up, yeah, too, so... Cooper Cup is going to get paid. By he's going to get paid, but he—he's the face of that offensive team, no matter what anybody says. Like I know it's Stafford's the quarterback, but he's the guy that won the Super Bowl. You have his face and catching the balls and getting the all the shit. Look, I, I'm going to say it like I always say it. Wide receivers are over. Go back and look at the top five wide receivers of all time. Okay, Jerry Rice, Chris Carter, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Tim Brown. Only one of those four or five have a Super Bowl ring. And it's not because of him. I rest my case. My, my, my argument would be, Joe, is that, you know, the game has changed. You know, it, it's 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 heavy on the pass today compared to... But it's still quarterback you know, dependent. Back to those but even but even when, you know, even when, it, even even in 2007, when Tom Brady was lobbing it every, all over the field, and Randy Moss and Wes Welker still didn't win a Super Bowl. Got to one, didn't win it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's all, look at look at the best receivers. Look at I mean Justin Jefferson was arguably the best receiver in the in the in the league last year. Poor guy. The Vikings didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, Jamar man. Chase is the be, I mean, was honestly, the best. This is why I bring up the topic because I've always been a firm believer that good defense beats good offense. Always, especially in January, defense travels. It's uh, always the way it works. I'll say this as well. You need you need good receivers. You definitely do. You you can't just go out and win like you know. I'm not gonna I'm not saying you can go and grab like. You know, four guys off the shit heap mm-hmm. and, and and get to a Super Bowl with just any old quarterback. Like you know, like not even Tom Brady could do that. No, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody loves to say, like, well, you're Dion Branch and you know Terry Glenn, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Troy yeah, Brown, exactly. and that, David Givens. And, and David Givens is like, 
Yeah, but like Deion Branch was a Super Bowl MVP. Like he outplayed Terrell Owens one Edelman. game. Mm-hmm. Edelman was pretty fucking good. Gronk was pretty fucking good. Right. Like Deion Branch and uh, Troy, good. Troy Brown, pretty fucking good. Thank God, God a, that dude didn't leave. I will take I will take Troy Brown, Deion Branch, and uh, Givens and David Givens over Justin Jefferson and whatever they have in in, in Minnesota. Well, they have feeling, dude. Uh, all right, maybe Minnesota is a bad example, but. Even still, not really. It but depends on the situation. It, it really just comes down to the situation and the roster built around it because, great, okay, you love a wide receiver, but wide receivers touch the ball, what, if they're lucky, five, six times a game? Yes, correct. So here's what I was going to say and jump in with. You have arguably the best wide receiver tandem in the in the AFC in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Phenomenal combo. Yeah. One-two wide receiver. The quarterback... Is dog shit. There's a reason. <laughs> I'm there's, sorry. There's a reason why Production they were. There's a reason suffer. why they were going hard after Deshaun Watson and even harder after Tom Brady. I mean, if they can get Baker Mayfield, th- I mean, I don't think Baker's great, but I think Baker's better than I don't Tua. Even, I don't honestly. I don't think Baker's that much of an upgrade over Tua. Look at Tua's yards throwing last year. I, I Tua know. cannot get the ball to guys. I think you'd be surprised. He had 2,700 yards passing, but he didn't play 16 games. Yeah. I just think you could make a case that you know if you go out, you know. Assuming your quarterback situation is, you know, okay, I guess you could say. I mean, top 12. You're going to have the quarterback first. You, I feel you, like you could go out and get three good wide receivers, and it just kind of makes you overpowered. I mean, look, if you have – if you've got an upper echelon quarterback, like, for example, in, in Green Bay right now, like, nobody knows, like, who the fuck who, – who's who are they throwing to? Like, Sammy Watkins? Is that is that is that their number one wide receiver in Green Bay right now? Yeah, pretty much. It's not going to matter. Aaron Rodgers is still going to put up over thirty touchdowns. He's still going to have be in the MVP talks. Like he's still, it's they're going to figure out a way to get like Aaron Rodgers is going to move the ball through the air. Sure, it's going to happen. Now flip that script and you give that same group of wide receivers in Green Bay. If you if you put Tua up there, nope. Nope, that offense is shit. That's not happening. I mean, it's 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 like when remember when Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker were catching balls from Tim Tebow and everybody was like, "Who the fuck is DT and Decker? These guys fucking suck." Then Peyton Manning comes along and it's like, "Oh, oh, those guys don't suck." Yeah, but that's Peyton Manning, Joe. But I'm just saying to I'm just saying to juxtapose it. That's a one type of dude. Right, but what what I'm saying is, even if you have even if you have all right, let's say you have a Derek Carr. Is Darren Waller and Devontae Adams going to be better off with Derek Carr? Or are they going to be better off with Tua or Drew Locke? Like, well, maybe with Drew Locke, he might be okay. But we just slaughter into his name. Right I'm now. just saying because you brought it that. It's deserved, though. So we say, yeah, you don't need. I mean, a couple decent receivers will probably get the job. I mean, look at like Victor Cruz and Mario Manning. You know what I think is more important? I would rather have mediocre five, receivers, like tier two and three. Receivers. I'll take five tier three guys. Then one great receiver because if that one great guy goes down, you're, you're and you're fucked. Like what? Then now what are you doing? Hell now yeah, you got man. tiers five and six guys or whatever. Like I don't know. I, I just I always think that the the wide receiver position is the most overvalued, overhyped position in football because they touch the yeah, ball as the I'm, least out of anybody just, on the I'm offense. Kind of talking of recent. I mean, you go back to the last couple of Super Bowls and you know these teams have two and three good receivers like. Good Two receivers. and three great receivers. Well, the yes. defense, but they've also, but they've also got great defenses, and they've also had, and they've also got guys that they've drafted. They haven't gone out and signed. I mean, 
yes, the Rams traded for Odell this year, and that was a that made a big difference for them. That that mm-hmm. worked out because yeah. I mean, you know Cincy's defense wasn't all that, and I mean Cincy's defense was Cincy's defense got hot at the right time. The whole team did. The, yeah, they got hot because they were what like 17th or 18th in points allowed last year. Yeah. Since he's gonna have, I think since he's in for a rude awakening this year, I think they're gonna be third or fourth in the division. But that sucks. That's for them. that's we'll we'll talk about that in September. It was a nice Cinderella story. Yeah, it was. But um, but anyway, but uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk more about it, Durant. Thanks for the call, bud. Yeah, we no appreciate doubt. it. Thanks for the time, guys. Later, bro. Adios. Later, man. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Uh, back to the uh, you know we got off on a little football tangent there, but back to the basketball stuff because yep. this whole series is going to be phenomenal, and we're going to show you why this series is phenomenal because Kyrie, I mean, he is basically just taken over the role of the villain. He's assumed like the LeBron Miami role where he's just like, "Fuck you, no fuck you, fuck me, no fuck you," and uh, this video, I mean, this just sums it all up. Check it out. Because of his choice not to get vaccinated, not playing, playing part-time, now full-time. But when he's been on the court, when he's played, he is one of the most electrifying players of the game. Another outstanding crying emoji, the crying eyes. Like, Kyrie is absolutely, he's just, he's taken this villain role and he's embracing it. Now, I don't know if he's mentally stable or, or strong, not stable, mentally strong enough to actually go forward with this and, and win a championship and, you know, being like this the whole time. Right. Because it takes a special kind of guy, right? Like, you have guys that have been the villains. Like, who who's the best villain in sports? You know the best heel that you can possibly you you can possibly think of in, in your in your day. Not on not on your team, right? right not on anybody your team. not on your team is a heel. Sure, but I'm just saying, not yeah. anybody like, but like, who has taken like LeBron would be the first one to come to mind when LeBron, you know, he had the what should I do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he went to Miami and he was just like, everybody's telling me to go fuck myself. Well, guess what? I'm gonna tell you all to go fuck yourselves too. And he embraced it and he won. First big heel move I ever remember was the uh, Alex Rodriguez like phony trade. Oh yeah, there was yeah that the, was he was guaranteed to be a Red to Sox. Think of a good one that is a good one. That was o three or o two o three, and he was guaranteed to be a Red Sox player. They already had discussions. He was excited. He was going to wear number three for the Red Sox. And blah 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 blah. Coming from Texas, Nomar right? was already traded, and yeah. he had to live with all that shit. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, it didn't work out because something with contracts." Anyway, I'm going to the Yankees. And he was like, oh, I've always wanted to play with the, the Yankees. Yankees. The Yankees. And I always wanted to play with the Yankees. And the Yankees this, Yankees that. And he immediately went to the New York. And he was like, F Boston. That was a horrible Alexander because he speaks perfect English. But <laughs> I don't know why he was very F Spanish. Boston. He was Enrique Iglesias in my mind for some reason. <laughs> and now reason. he's probably crying in the corner because... Jay no. was banging Ben Affleck again, who's a Red Sox fan. I'm sure. I don't know, dude. Oh, have, you seen the girl, have you seen the girl that Engaged the girls anyway. that A Rod's been into? Yeah. Like, he was like, "Yeah, Madonna," and you're like, "Wait, what?" Weird. No, A Rod's, Rod's dating some like blonde Instagram model. Now. Yeah, I mean, who isn't? I mean, like seriously, what athlete isn't dating an Instagram model at this point? Yeah, Vince Wilfork. Wow, you just went fucking full Ted fucking. Johnson? Ted Johnson? That's exactly the reference I was wow, going with. look at you, dick. You, I you that, are an I, asshole. I love Vince Wilfork, but I'm saying, like, you got to throw it out. Ted Johnson was like, Vince Wilfork. <laughs> you just went all Ted Johnson on Vince Wilfork <laughs> for no reason. That was rude. 
That was very rude. You're rude. Vince Wilfork happens to be one of my all-time favorite players. You don't mind, do you, dick? Well, I liked him first because he was at Miami before he was a Patriot, so fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I've always, I'll always have that on you Patriot fucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, now Vince was mine before he was yours, you bitches. Can't wait for college football yeah. this year. And you're actually play. bigger than him, too, which is funny. I am. Yeah, I now, actually I am yeah. bigger than Vince Wilfork. I am yeah. by a couple inches on, um, on a, in every direction. I have the picture somewhere to prove it. Yeah, it's it's up there. Kevin yeah. Durant uh, obviously did that whole thing. He became a supervillain like five, six, seven years ago, whatever it KD was. KD did when it. When he went to Golden uh, State. Was I was going to say, first one, to the Golden State sticking, one, right? Yeah. You know, sticking with your with your point uh, about baseball, I was going to say Roger Clemens. I, I feel like he, he, took, he um, went to, because when he went to the Yankees, he embraced it. Yeah, and now and it's kind of a double middle finger to the Red Sox again. Big time. And, you know, I mean, there's been other ones like throughout history. I mean, who else could we, th- like, you know, you always. Oh, Manny. I mean. Manny no, never Manny, Manny, did Manny was that. a trade. Manny, we yeah, but Manny, him. Yeah, yeah, we got rid of Manny because Manny yeah, was just he losing was, his shit. Yeah, and he was being a dick way before we traded him. Didn't we? It wasn't he bad like two hundred or something like that, and then we trade him to the Dodgers. He was like seven hundreds or some shit no, like he that. Was, he was he was pretty like, good. Fuck you! I don't want to play. For no, you. he was pretty decent, and then he started doing a bunch of crazy shit behind the scenes, like threatening to beat up the, like, the, the eighty-year-old. Yeah, like, the eighty-year-old like, like travel in chief guy. He was also. Did you know this story that I found out only like a few years ago? He would refuse to use uh, toilet paper to wipe his ass after he took took dumps. Oh, nice! So he would request wet, warm face cloths. And then at the end, when he was really sick of being there, he would just stop flushing down the toilet and clogging all the toilets. <laughs> That's what a true story. Talking about, like, just dick Petty moves, shit. Right? Uh, but no, but as far Did as... Did John like, Henry have to pay for that? Yes. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Henry sucks. I was just explaining to Paul, I, I still have... I have not listened to WEI since they fired Kirk and Callahan. Yeah. And I listened to it for about 30 seconds today in the car because I didn't have enough time on my drive from my parents' house to phase to... Uh, to you know, yep. put my hook my Bluetooth off. Short, yep. short ride, yeah. I, short ride. So I put on EI just to like fill the fill the noise, like fill the void. And I was like, ah, oh, let me see what these cuts. And I'm like listening to Lou Merloni, and I'm like, hey, I really like Lou. And then I shut it off. I'm like, now nah, I put on HJY because it's like, fuck you, I'm not listening. You to know you. what's you know what's funny? I gained a lot of respect for Felga this afternoon. I don't listen oh? to I don't listen to sports uh, hub. I don't listen to uh, WEI. I, I, I always switch past Felga and Maz. I don't know why I just do. I don't like Maz at all. I think Maz is a, a, a massive cuck. I've been told that I am a uh, I I'm a what 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 is it a uh, a dollar store Maz. That's I think I've been wow. That's massive disrespect. That's I've been, Jeez, I've been told the that. fuck's in that? Wow, <laughs> that's what I've been told. You're I a guess, bald midget. Is is Maz? Well, no. Is he? Is he? Uh, you know, I guess because he's a contrarian. Yeah, but he's really bad. He's a yeah. He's like a contrarian, I guess. And I'm just like, dude. I'm like, people are like, oh, stop, stop fucking imitating fucking Maz on your show. I'm like, bro, I've never, I've never listened to a minute of Felger and Maz. Not I don't, once. I don't listen to the sports hub because of Maz because he's so bad. Um, every time like something will happen, he'll be like, "Oh, I want the Patriots to go out and do this." The Patriots go out and do that. He's like, "That's gay." Like he'll just make up some shit like you shouldn't say. <laughs> He's like, "You shouldn't do that." Um, anyway, so after the the whole, he does like uh, after uh, the show ends, he goes and he reads people's like live tweets, which I give him a lot of credit for because people just like shit, shit talk him. Shit just, on him. He's like, "Whatever." He goes, "I make a ton of money. I don't care about you people," and I really respect the hell out of that. And someone asked Joe uh, Murray that was with him. Someone's like, "Why don't you go back on Kurt Cal?" Uh, uh, Kirk Minahan show, and then Felga looks at Joe and he goes, uh, and he, Jim, I'm sorry, Jim Murray, and he goes, why don't you go back on Kirk Minahan's show? He goes, because uh, the sports station told me it was my best interest not to go back. And Felga goes, looks, at, looks around for the producer. He's like, why? 
He goes, he's promoting the show. Who gives a shit? He goes, I hate when stations do this. He goes, W-E-E-I, oh, no, 20 people just ran to the station. He goes, I don't care. He goes, he goes, we're all adults. It's 2022. He goes, just get on with your lives. He goes, we all know that other places exist. Yeah. I but mean, it was great that he was just like, why aren't you going on Kirk Minahan's show? And he's like, I was told not to. And he's like, just go. Well, that was because back when they had show beef, you know what I mean? Like when they were, the two morning shows were going hard and the pain at each other, and it, it was working. And, you know, for what it was worth, E.I. and Kirk and Callahan were 100 times better than, than the 98.5 morning show, which was, uh, was that? It's uh, still the two same clowns, which I don't even listen to. Um, I, I don't remember who it was, but it was it, Kirk and Callahan were, I mean, you got to remember, dude, like, Jerry was Jerry was an OG when it was Dennis and Callahan, like they were going toe to toe with Howard Stern at one point, like they beat Howard Stern to the ratings one, uh, like one book, like right. they were radio OGs, dude. Like those dudes knew how to generate interesting content and make people get hooked and listen. And it was it was sports with real life sprinkled in. I mean, when Jerry when when Kirk uh, when it was Dennis and Callahan with Minahan and Minahan was kind of the third guy in. Hilarious. And then Dino quit and because, it became, Kirk. because of Kirk. And then it was just Kirk and Callahan. It became like, you know, it was a story of the day. I mean, that's where I found out. That's where I first heard about Charlie Sheen and the Tiger's blood and winning. Yeah. Like that whole thing. The first time I ever heard about fucking Rebecca Black and Friday, Friday, <laughs> gotta get down was on fucking Kirk and Callahan yeah. or, with, or Dennis and Callahan. Yeah. Man. My morning like, drives, I love doing the 30 minute commute because I listen to a ton of the show. At that point, that year, that year in particular, I was driving. So my wife had gotten into a car accident. She was my girlfriend at the time. But she had gotten into a car accident. She didn't have a car. So she was going to grad school at Northeastern. I was going to school at Bridgewater. Was I was show. driving up to Northeastern to drop her off at Northeastern to drive back to Bridgewater, take my classes, and then go back to Northeastern, pick her up, and drive home. I listened to a lot of fucking radio. And that was in my shitty little Centra Beast. Oh, my God. Entra Beast. Yeah, like, that, that thing, thing was, was crazy. That, like, my Centra with, like, 240,000 miles on it. It barely had, like, I, I don't even know if it, I think I had to put, like, an aftermarket CD player in it because it didn't even have one. Sweet. Mm. And, like, so I listened to a lot of radio, and that, those were, like, the golden era. And then the whole Bob Merchantson, Linda Pizzuti, John Henry... Cancel culture crowd oh came for Kirk and Callahan, and and oh. they just and they got them booted off the air, and it, and it was and it was fucked. I still listen to Jerry Callahan's podcast every single day. It changed. It changed a lot of radio. It's one of my favorite, and it did because it yeah. made it, it made so many things taboo. No, you can't say that. And oh my god, six people sent us an email and said that they were very upset about what we were talking about today. Mm. You know, because if you call Leah Thomas a man, you know, apparently you've got philanthropists in Boston that will just come and crush your life. And that's, 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 that's actually a true story. And that's that's a true story. Look it up if you don't believe me. Um, I'm not Alex Jones in it, but we just don't have enough time to go into the details, nor do I really care to. Right. Um, they've chronicled it plenty of times on their own. So, uh, but anyhow, uh, but I was, I, I was, uh, I was listening to who was it? Somebody had a take about Kyrie and the and the Nets, and I don't know if it was one of our friends or if it was somebody on the radio. I can't really recall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was basically like I mean they were stoked on Boston's win, mm-hmm. and their immediate reaction was how Boston radio was going to treat the win. Oh, it was one of our friends, and it was okay. Yes, I, I, I'm trying to put it together in my head. I think I remember I starting to come back to me a little bit, basically saying like Felger and Mavs would be like, "Well, the Celtics won, but they're fucked." Yep, and I know that's like kind of hot taking it, like not really hot taking it, but it's not wrong. I mean, do you look at this? If you look at this game, like we said, in a vacuum and just say, look, Kyrie put the team on his back in the fourth quarter. 
the Nets really didn't play that well overall. The Celtics played about as perfect a game as they're going to pl- probably play the entire series. And I'm not saying that they're not going to win the series. The Celtics can't win the series. I'm just saying if I had to, I think the net. if I had to pick right now, gun to my head, even down one game, I still think the Nets got this. See, I think it's I think it's legitimately 50-50. I, 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 it all depends on KD and Kyrie's mental health. Which you could never rely on that, no matter what. Right. You and know. and and then to to get back to Kyrie, not to kind of get away from like the radio topic thing there. No, no, no. We we were on Kyrie. We went off on a tangent. That's okay. Thing, so it's okay. But the Kyrie thing, like, do you guys want to like address that first, like how you felt about it? Because I think after the show, I don't have this video, so I apologize. After the press conference, um, one of the Brooklyn reporters was really pressing him on this, and he was saying to the, uh, to the likes of like, you know, is the crowd really bothering you? Is that really getting in your headspace? Is it letting it affect you? And he's like. No, honestly, he goes, if they're calling me a pussy, a bitch, uh, you know, re- retard. And he goes, it's not all Boston fans, but it's some Boston fans. He goes, I'm going to give it back to them the same way I'm getting it. And I was just like, perfectly okay. Sure. Like, I don't yeah, I don't a- mind any player saying that. Like, hey, that guy called me a bitch. I called him a bitch, too. It's like, okay. That I makes loved, perfect sense. I, I mean, Kyrie got fined 50 grand today yeah. Yeah, for running true. down the floor and, and throwing the bird up to the to – the, to the, to the gallery, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. What, and, what, did, what did they? What did they classify? Um, not like an obscene gesture, yeah, or whatever, it was obscene or, gesture, or something like that. Yeah. So Kyrie can't sit there and flip off, you know, kind of not. No, no, no. He was running down the court and literally no, like, just threw one. one up. Oh, all right. Well, no, he did it multiple but they times. Can all, yeah. They can all yell. You know, fifty thousand people can sit there and yell "fuck Kyrie" with live television at a Red Sox game. You know, at a, yeah, yeah, whatever. But he can't <laughs> but flip not somebody the off. He gets fined fifty grand. What about everybody else held accountable for dropping F ball and yelling "fuck Kyrie" or "Kyrie suck," whatever? Like, uh, because they're not because they don't have the NBA logo on their jersey, Paul. Yeah. It's the same way every. It's the same way it they works. They pay the damn salaries. It's, I, it, I wish I, I could have got Miguel to post the video of someone earlier today. Um, at the Red Sox game, there would someone had the the F Kyrie chant. Yeah, and there's a guy there for the opposing team. I forgot who the Red Sox were playing today. He's looking around. He's like, "Who's Kyrie?" Yeah. <laughs> the guy has no idea who that who man are, is. Who are these people so angry at? Yeah, uh, no, but it, look, he got fined fifty grand, and I loved the fact that he flipped them off. He was John back at the fans. I thought it was great. I loved that. I thought that was the best thing ever. Now I will put a little asterisk on this. Because I I did hear that Kyrie and the Nets did have private security within the crowd and that they were ejecting people that were saying stuff. So I don't know how true that is. I really don't. Uh, I'm, I'm taking that with a grain of salt. If that's true, that's pathetic. That is the most bitch shit I've ever heard in my entire that's life. That's some Russell Westbrook shit. That I is know, right? that's some Westbrook. Dude, you put some respect on my kid's name. I'm going to sue um, people. That's some that'd be some baby back bullshit, and I would just I would I would probably lose all respect because I like right now, I, I mean look I I like Kyrie as as a player he's great, but I also like the fact that he took a stand he's like I'm not getting vaccinated ban me and I what did I say by the playoffs he would be playing home games in Brooklyn I mm-hmm. said that on this show two three months ago right. and here we are and he's going to be playing home games in Brooklyn right. because. You know, they're you know the mayor of New York is a boot licking, jock sniffing, you know, <laughs> caters to like oh the athletes need to be it's able honestly, to do what they're going to do. We'll change for it for them. Yeah, it's hard for me to hate the guy just based on that fact alone. I mean, 
I got, I got to give the guy credit. He stood up for what he believed in, and he wrote it out, and he won. You know what I mean? It's, it's something everybody in this in that whole situation wishes they could have done, I guess. But I don't know. I like the way that he came at the fans. I think it, it adds for the entertainment. You know what I mean? Of course it does. It's so much. Did you better see the look on the guy? Look that. at this guy's. Like, look at this man's face behind him. When he when he's sitting here, watch this guy. The guy sitting because here behind him with the green not shirt. To get vaccinated. Look at this guy's not face playing, right playing part time. Hey, he flips him off. He's like, oh, yeah, starts clapping. And then he went out cupping the, the, cup the hands, yeah. yelling he back at him even more. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and look at him. He's laughing. He's yeah. having a grand old time. Like, yeah, no, this is sweet. You know, of course, you got the younger guys. With their phones out, taking you know, like, oh look at this, we got Kyrie flipping people off. Right, like, I was right there, bro. Yeah, I was yeah. right there. Like, yeah. but that man's face was. I think, uh, pure, I think he was enjoying the shit out of that. I think you guys were confused. I think that old man was asking for like uh, more cheese on his nachos that he had ordered. <laughs> he was yelling at the woman, "Bring back more nacho cheese." <laughs> you, you, he's gonna get a hot dog. You forgot my ketchup. You yeah. forgot the dog. I can't, I can't go those that joke but forget it <laughs> forget it uh it came from something else anyway but so, no I've got I've got I've still got Brooklyn winning this I think Kyrie and, and the way that they've the way Kyrie behaved on Sunday it embodied it's it's what you wanted as a Celtics fan as a Nets fan as a neutral fan he did everything you wanted him to do he embraced the role of being the asshole and being the villain and then he performed to a level that you can sit there and say, "Okay, he, or you, you, you're doing it." And and the problem never for Boston fans. If I can speak on this topic just for a second and like as calmly as I possibly can, you speak but, as long as you want. Sure. I'm not gonna take it's too much your time. show too. So years ago, when it was still me, you, Keith, and we were talking about the Celtics and keeping Kyrie and should we keep him? Nope. I said, "Listen, <laughs> I said, listen, we need to keep him. He's a psychopath." He's an insane person that thinks that a giant rock hit the earth and spun it like a cap and the dinosaurs got shot off into space. It's flat, yeah. Yep, he believes all that shit. Flat and he believes thing. the dinosaurs we did find were actually man-made. Who the fuck knows, knows, but whatever. It was a Jesusaurus Rex. <laughs> so all that shit, we put up with it because he was a great talent. He's still a great talent. But he's schizophrenic. Like He's a manic, depressive, schizophrenic psycho. But he can be rich and he can believe in anything he wants. Before this game... He said, hey, bygones be bygones, you know, like whatever. It's only some people that are going to boo me. I'm not going to let it bother me. Um, I just want Boston fans to remember my, the good moments I had there. And then he does this. Right. And it's just like a history of being a hypocrite on his own words. Again, tell Celtics fans, I want to let bygones be bygones. It's a truce. I'm going to stop on this fucking leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. He asked. It's like he almost like he's almost like. The country of France, like with old wars. He's like, hey, see the white flag? I surrender. And then he's like, ah, oh, shot your colonel right in the face. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, he's like a psycho. Like, he'll say all this shit, and he'll be like, after the game, he says, oh, you know, I'm only going to give it back to the people that give it to me. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then some other reporter's like, oh, so how do you feel about this? I'm going to do what I want, when I want. And his whole mood changed in, like, seconds. It's like... He does this all the time, and it does affect him. I don't care what he says. It affects him. Yeah. And the biggest thing that Boston fans have a problem with is not is not that he left. It's the way he left. Yeah. He shot his way out of town. He's the NBA's Antonio Brown. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is a great analogy, Paul. That Paul, is phenomenal. Paul, Paul, that, yeah, that kind of nails it, dude. He's yes. the NBA's Antonio He's like, Brown. He tells the season ticket holders. This hasn't blown over yet. It's coming. He goes to the season ticket holders Celtics event, says, um, 
unscripted, I would love to stay with the Celtics for the rest of my career if you'll have me. Celtics fans are like, all right, that's great. Sounds good. And then he's like, the very end, he's blowing off handicapped kids from like the, the Boston Children's Hospital. He's not signing basketballs for charity. He's skipping things. It's just like, dude, what is wrong with you as a human being? Like, you can leave and just be like, yeah, I'll still go see the kids that have cancer that are dying in Boston Hospital. He skips the event. Right. What a Sh- piece of shit. It's a shit bag. So it's things like that. And it's his shit constant, bag. like, psycho nature. If he said, like, guys, you know what? It's not going to work out for me. I'm going to Brooklyn. Everyone would have been like, oh, you're a piece of shit. But then we would have been like, ah, oh, whatever. He made his own choice. No, I'm staying. I'm going to leave. I'm staying. I hate these kids with cancer. I'm staying. <laughs> and I'm going to leave anyway and go play with KD. Right, right. It was just like. It's too over the map. It's like we don't respect – like as a, as a blue-collar area, we don't respect guys that do that. Last guy that did that to us was Carl Everett of the Red Sox, and he was like, listen, dinosaurs are fake. It was all from Jurassic Park, and everyone needed to believe in Jesus right now. And I swear <laughs> to God, if one more person throws a battery at me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'll never forget that interview. He got, he got uh, uh, traded to Philadelphia, uh, the Phillies at one point, and someone threw like a D battery at him. And he threatened to go in the stands with a bat and beat the guy's brains in. Yeah, well, a D battery is a big battery. Well, first of all, they didn't allow security back then. They just said, yeah, yeah that was kind of wild. That's I mean, a that's big a... fucking battery. They the ask, fucking head. Don't ask anybody who used to uh, visit the Raiders back in like the 80s and 90s and early 2000s right. about getting D, D batteries chucked at you. Yeah. Like, Santa. Yeah. Billy. <laughs> Poor Santa. Uh, 774-992-8702. We're going to put a happy little bow on this Kyrie Celtics uh, Nets conversation. Uh, give us your thoughts and put up a poll. Does this does Kyrie Irving's antics and behavior make this series more interesting to you? Because I, I, I'm more interested in getting the neutral, the you know the not. I know you know for NBA fans and basketball fans, you're you're interested, you're intrigued, no matter what, because you know the backstory, oh, yeah. you know everything. Right. What I want to know is the people who are just you know casual sports fans. They could take or leave the NBA depending on what's going on, but. Is this an important story to you? Is this fun to you? Do you does this make you right. want to watch it? Like, and I think it's a legit question because I think it's fun as a fan. I, I can tell you right now, the Sunday was the first basketball game I've watched right. all year. I don't remember the last time I went an entire season without actually watching a full basketball game start to finish. Right. I don't think it's, I was I don't, working, I don't, so I, I don't think it's ever but, happened. Yeah, I in my life, I don't right think it's time. ever happened. Really? Didn't Didn't a friend of ours post recently that a serial heckler who had retired? was coming out of retirement to go to the Celtics game this Wednesday. I did hear that, yes. This guy, this guy has been ejected several times from several stadiums, Jesus and he retired Christ. because he said he needed to grow up. But he is he's now coming, coming out of retirement out. to go heckle well, Kyrie. Yeah, well, good. I mean, you know what, though? The only thing that I can sit here as, as a fan and look at the team and look at the playoffs and look at who they're playing and everything like that in the situation is the fans need to chill the fuck out only because the more you fucking shit on Kyrie, the more pumped up he gets, and then he's going to go drop fucking 40 points again. And like you said, God forbid KD has a better fucking game, we're, we're, we're fucked. You know what I mean? Can, I'm can hoping... I'm ho- Well, hold on. I'm just saying, like, as, as a fan, like, I'm hoping the Celtics, the players, and, and, and the players specifically, are able to separate this whole Kyrie fan beef from, from their play. You know what I mean? I just don't want... I'm just hoping that it doesn't, you know... I don't distract him in any way. I'm just, I want to see him fucking beat beat his ass. I can't stand Kyrie Irving. I'm, I'm just, I don't know. If Kyrie, because you're a Boston fan. I mean, but like, I, you're, you know, you're, like, you're a scorned Boston fan. That's nah, what. They, but so for me as but, a Lakers fan, like I look, look, I don't want the Nets to win. I also don't want the Celtics to win. So 
I'm, I'm kind of rooting against both teams but, here, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I kind of enjoy Kyrie. But that's the like, thing. Like you said, like most people now are going to be tuned in because the Kyrie fans bullshit. Like as a as a fan, it, like in itself, like there's a bigger fucking picture here, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Focus on the game. Focus on winning. There's a championship to win. Fuck this whole Kyrie beef bullshit. You know what I mean? This is only the first round. God forbid, like, you know, you get past and now you have real team. Well, I'm not saying that the Nets aren't a real team. Right, but you're going to get Philly or Milwaukee gonna, or know, whomever in the next right, round, like some, right. Miami. Give you a chance. Um, to somebody decent. Who got, who's her? Is it White or Williams? Williams. Who's it? Williams. Give it, Give him a fucking chance to come back. You know what I mean? Let's make it for, through the first round. There's a bigger picture here. As a true fan, fuck the Kyrie bullshit. Yeah, it's fun, whatever. But I just hope that the players and everybody, Tatum and all them, they're able to separate that fan bullshit with Kyrie from what they got to do with the job. You know what I mean? If if Kyrie was a pit bull behind a chain link fence and there was a kid with a stick running up and down the fence and where the fans like taunting him, I would totally do it. <laughs> just rile that. Do- I don't care if the dog escapes and like attacks us after like that whole analogy. But if you can just rile the dog up so much, the dog's like just shaking, just, just ruin him for the rest of the playoffs. It's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> even if we lose, we set like the, like the, like the ignition switch, like where every villain yeah. holding the grenade be like, and you, pull it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You set the self. You set the uh, the self destruct mechanism in 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 motion. You can see it though, right? We're going like crazy, just like riling him up, and he's just like, "I'm gonna do it!" And then like <laughs> they win the series, and the next series is like, "I can't play. I gotta take some time off." And so the fans are like, <laughs> "I mean, that would be funny. I know it would be." And it was, and it's totally plausible with Kyrie. It really is. Nothing, nothing, nothing is out of the realm of possible with Kyrie Irving. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Uh, let's get into a little bit of uh, well, we've we've got a couple of things we can get into here. Let's see what 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 do we have up next here? We can get into uh, well, let's get into the USFL. We touched on the USFL a little bit last week, and how they were going to using uh, you know, they're going to be using new tech uh, and and things like that, microchips in the balls, and they're getting rid of like the you know the first drones uh, and shit. The, the drones and all that kind of stuff, and they're going to be experimenting the with helmet new cams. New stuff that maybe the NFL will be implementing. Um, one thing I don't think the NFL will be implementing though is a uh, no pizza rule. Uh, or I don't know if I don't know if maybe the USFL wants to adopt this into their you know CBA going forward. That like you know you can't get cut by refusing chicken salad and opting for pizza. Um, I think it was a conspiracy. I think this is. Honestly, I think this is staged. I I think it's a conspiracy. I think there was something that they were maybe trying to save that kid's career. Maybe he fucked up off the field, and they were just like, yo, you chose pizza over chicken salad. I didn't think I was disrespectful. All I said was, yes, that's a problem. That don't matter. You're gone. You know what I mean? Like, the way that I was like, what the fuck is going this, on? This, right had, this, this had to be scripted, right? No. What do you mean it doesn't matter? Like, Let me tell what? you. So this kid was, like, a decent running back at Michigan, like, before he didn't get drafted, didn't make it with a team, and now ended up in USFL. He was considered the best running back in the USFL by many because they're like, oh, he's probably going to be, like, the best running back of the season. They cut him over a slice, <laughs> a slice of pizza. But wait, I can't even get no, it out. He said he brought pizza. No, someone else brought pizza, and he said... He basically said, like, yo, coach, can I get his slice? So said, yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, nah. You going to have a problem with that? Yes. <laughs> so, I didn't say anything disrespectful. I was like, well, if that's why it so, went down, what the fuck am I, I So I, have, I, I mean, I have my doubts about what I, – I feel like there was either A, way more to this story, B, it was scripted, or C, 
this coach is just off his ass. Well, the coach didn't refute, and when the kid made his case, he said, all I said was, yes, that's going to be a problem. I didn't think that that was disrespectful. The coach was just like, you wrong. Yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm like, so, right, so, what? So this video is two minutes and five seconds long. It's a little bit longer than we like to. Yes. We like to put up. Um, where are you? Wait, hey. He's gone. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking asshole today at the gym, right? He it goes off. Yeah, so we're we're doing chest, and I'm up there, and I'm 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 on the the the, the super incline because we're finishing out. So we did we started with bench, then we went into dumbbells, we did flies, uh, we did dips, and then we come over to the super incline, you know, hammer strength plate loaded super incline machine to kind of finish out because usually we'll either do that or like the uh, or Smith incline to finish our chest days, and then we'll do we'll finish out with the pec deck, you know, on a burn set, mm-hmm. and uh or fly, you know, cable flies, whatever. So. He does. He puts his weight on for his set. I go to add more weight, and then uh, and he just he's just like he gets done with his set and he's like, I don't like to do it. I'm fucking cool. I'm dead. I'm dead. And he gets up. He goes, All right, I'm going to get a fucking shake. And he just walks away. He just walks. Away. I'm like, Yeah, no, it's fine. I'll I'll take care of the plates. You know, don't worry. You know, no big deal. I'll I'll, I'll add my own plates. He goes, Oh, oh, I don't know. Sorry. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, he's like when I'm, I'm like, what done, am I, I'm like, what am I, your fucking done. plate, bitch? Like, what the fuck is this, asshole? Like, <laughs> put my fucking quarters on here so I can finish my last set. It doesn't even like spot you at all in case you needed it. Just nope. like, nah, I'm out of here. He's I'm like, done. nah, I'm going to get a set. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to get a shake? I'm like, we still got like three things left. Plus, we got to still hit cardio. And he's like, nope. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Nope. All right, let's play this. I'm going to mute the mics real the quick. The Smith. I'll leave, I'll leave your mic on. I'll mute the Well, he crossed the line. So we had to deal with it. This is very difficult for me as a hair coach. It's my first time. But we have a business. Okay, this is a business, and you're a businessman. We all are. Because that's the nature of the beast right now. But uh, my first talk to you guys on March 22nd. I had a handbook. I covered some items. They were very important to me. Line 46 addresses that. Any disrespect of football or members, staff, USFL, hotel, etc. would not be tolerated. And it's been brought to my attention that has occurred with you. So unfortunately, unfortunately, hear me out, unfortunately, the cost of doing business, I'm going to have to let you go. I think I did anything or said anything disrespectful. I, I can tell you what happened exactly. It's not important right now. Right. It's not important. I don't know. It's already happened. Right. It's already happened. I didn't say anything disrespectful. He said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's it. And I walked away. I mean, I didn't think that was disrespectful. Me saying yes, I don't eat chicken salad. And I was like, is there another option? Walked in with pizza. And I was like, can I get a slice of pizza? He said, no. I was like, he said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's all I said. I didn't say no cuss word, nothing. That's all I said. I promise you, no disrespectful on my dad's life. I promise you, I didn't say nothing disrespectful besides yes. And, and I appreciate you sharing that, but the matter is, it's done. It's done. <sighs> I appreciate you sharing that, but good luck. Someone's feelings, hurt feelings, are a distant second to the greater good of the team. And we've moved on and turned that page, and I'm happy we did it. I can't mope about something. Just go home and work. I ain't no dumb dude, so I'll figure it out. I'm going to tell you. 
it's the first time ever in history that I've ever heard of anybody getting cut over food and not just like a whole pizza. Can I get a slice? And he was like, no. I mean, it was, it's good. Like, come on. Like, I know, like, the USFL is, like, a new thing. And it's. Dude, their players are barely getting paid. But it's, it, that's got to be scripted for TV, right? No. That's got to be there to generate it. I mean, I, I'm sure he got cut, but the reason is just ridiculous. Dude, he's, like, going crazy on Twitter over it. He, because they sent out, like, a team statement through, like, their Twitter handle. And they said he violated three team rules. He's like, now it's three team rules? <laughs> He's like, yo, name one, and he's like going off on it. He's like, he's like, I can't believe I was cut over like pizza, basically. I, I just, he, I mean, come on, he's got to be playing the part. No, I'm come telling on. you, I just, I'm, I'm, call me a skeptic, but I just don't believe this. That's what I'm saying, man. It's got to be like because the, because the coach, something. the coach was just like, well, that's what it is. All right, good luck. Bye. That's what I'm saying. And that- just gets up and walks out of the room. Like, how could you be a player on that team? And, and and have any respect for a coach it's done. that cuts you it's and doesn't even doesn't even hear you out, cuts you, then hears you out and still says, doesn't matter, it's done. Yeah. There's gotta be there's, there's either domestic more, abuse. Or there's something. more to it. No way. There's definitely more to brand it. Brand new he, league. Or, they don't want to tarnish the brand new league, so they're like, yo, we're gonna cut you because you want to they don't, I don't think they care about any of that. I just think it's they scripted it because they need it. Because if you notice on recent uh, series, seasons of Hard Knocks going back like four, five, six years, they don't show the guys getting cut anymore. Mm-mm. They've done away with that. Really? I thought that was like a big thing. You no, play, no, play, no, your no, playbook. No, no. It, it, yeah, it used to be. It, it was it was a big part of it at one point. It was a very big part of it. Poor Danny but because, but because you know now you got all these people crying about like oh it's the dehumanizing of the athletes. And we talked about this last week with the Dwayne Haskins stuff, you know, which was real sad. And everybody, but everybody like jumped down Adam Schefter's dick and and like you know wanted to like throw Gil Brandt off the off a balcony because they were they made what were some perceived to be insensitive comments. About Dwayne Haskins, and it's like, dude, like, everybody knows, like, oh, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, the guy who was really great at Ohio State, but then kind of bounced around the league and failed to really catch on and do anything as a quarterback because he was, what, the 15th overall pick mm-hmm. in, in the draft? Like, yeah, like, oh, right, that might jog some people's memories who don't know who Dwayne Haskins is. Like, oh, right, that kid the Redskins took over, took took over, and then he, you know, went on the, you know, went on this this thing where he went on this, he was spending more time at strip clubs. You know, he did the reverse of Paxton Lynch. Oops. You know, Dwayne Haskins, Paxton, Paxton Lynch couldn't stop playing Fortnite and decided to pursue <laughs> his Fortnite career instead of his football career. Dwayne Haskins decided to pursue his strip club regular career as opposed to being a quarterback. And it's not to say that Dwayne Haskins was a bad guy or anything, but it got him cut from the Redskins. That was a real thing that happened. That Those were just the facts. Though that were Those were the facts. And Adam Schechter reported on it, and people – Jumped down his throat, and they said, well, it's dehumanizing of these players. They're just treated like commodities. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I hate to say it, but um, look around. Look at your job. I hate I hate to break it to you and you and me and literally everybody who's ever listened to this show. You're all commodities to you, according to your bosses. Right. No one gives a fuck about you. You die today, you're replaced tomorrow. You could be... You are I a could, I could die at work on Thursday afternoon, 10 minutes into my shift. I will be replaced by 6 o'clock. Yep. 
Oh shit, we gotta shut down this post. We have to go, you know. Yeah, okay. Well that all right. Uh yeah, he's dead. Pull somebody from yeah, <laughs> let's let's pull out uh, the OPD Dell, you know, get somebody up there to run the A block. It's all uh, goes, man. It's it's exactly how it goes. And you know, the and it's look, your self worth is way more than what someone cares someone else's worth is of you. The quicker you figure that out in life, I hate to break it to you, the, the easier it's going to be for you. The better you know? you'll do. The better you'll, and the better you'll do. But because, but to to this to this guy, like, look, this dude was a commodity. He was a running back on a team, and this coach. I mean, all right, let's say for one second, right? Let's hypothetically say this is a hundred percent real. Oh, it's real. And this man literally asked for a piece of pizza and maybe gave a snarky attitude to the guy who was serving it to him. Gonna be a problem. Yes. Will that be a problem? Yes. And this snarky-ass cafeteria worker. It's a coach. Coach, whatever, runs and tells the head coach, hey, this guy's going to be a problem. And this coach says, you know what? That's the kind of attitude we don't need. And you know what? He's a pretty good player. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to make an example of him and show you how we run. This is how things are run around here. Now, not many, not many coaches are in the business of cutting their best players, you know, especially when you're, like, expected to win. I don't know how it is in the USFL. Is anybody expecting anybody to win in the USFL? Probably some well, Somebody has to. Somebody has to win. <laughs> I mean, it's but, gotta but it's like it's not like the NFL where it's like, okay, like, you know, you hired, you know, we hired Mike McCarthy uh, and the Dallas Cowboys. We expect you to win. We got rid of Jason Garrett because we think you're better than him. Right. There are expectations there. Finally. <laughs> if you don't win, you're not doing your job. I don't even know what this guy's name is. Does anybody expect him? Devian Smith. To win? The coach? The coach? I don't know who the coach is. I don't either. But, like, what what is he like? I mean, he's, you know, vigorously defending whatever. Line 46. Bullshit. Yeah, line 46 in the in the new player handbook. <laughs> <laughs> like, thou shall not ask for pizza. I mean, what the fuck is going on here? This guy, I mean, this is just a really weird, like, I hate this phrase, but it's a really weird hill to die on. <laughs> Imagine if the coach was just like, I brought in chicken salad and this fucking that guy asked for pizza. He just writes in his book, Glendale White, and just circles it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is going nowhere. He will be a fat piece of shit. Be an in Lacey in Glendale White, <laughs> Maurice Claret. He just circles both names. Uh, I believe I saw him bring a bottle of Grey Goose into the facility this morning, Coach. Um, He's like, yeah, yo, Coach, guy, Coach, can I drink this smart water? He's like, yo, that's vodka. <laughs> He's off the theme. Yeah, like, yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, no, it just, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what the fuck was going on here. Because the coach has no interest. None whatsoever. It's done. Nothing. To hear him out, it's like, done. It's done. He's like, okay, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, I'm hearing you, but uh, it's over. the decision's been made. Good luck. And he goes, hey, good luck. Good luck. And, just and then just up. beelines for the door, which also, bitch move. If this is real, bitch move. It'd be great if you just look got the man the in the eyes and tell him, like, sir, you've been cut. We no longer require your services here. Best of luck to you. Shake his hand and, and be gone. You're cutting a man. So clearly the coach knows he's cutting him over something like that. Okay, this might have been overblown. This might, but I've made my decision. And like, like PC principal, he's like, now I got to double down on it because if I go back on it, I look weak. Right. And it's like, no, like, you know, you can, you can actually, it's funny when you make a decision like that and then you're, you're, you're welcoming to all the facts and new facts and, and things present themselves to you. You know, you're allowed to change your mind. No. 
You're, you're, you know, you don't have to make a decision and, and be the exact right one from Jump Street. You're allowed to uh, absorb new information and then adjust accordingly. That's a thing you can do in life in general. I'm just saying it's, you know, it's possible if, you know, I wake up in the morning and um, I don't know, uh, my wife leaves the oven on and I get up and the oven's just going for no reason. Uh and I flip him, what the fuck are you doing? Why the hell would you leave the, what are you trying to burn the fucking house down? And then I find out, she goes, no, I got a call and it was an emergency and I had to go X, Y, and Z. Uh, I had to leave. Oh, okay. Well, could you just shut the oven off next time? Like, it's over. Sorry, I forgot. Like, I'm not divorcing her over it. <laughs> no, like, you're right? going to divorce <laughs> her. It's over. Yeah, I mean, because it just seems like, like, God damn, like, <laughs> or like, it's, it's like if I come home, my wife's like, all right, I want, uh, I want, I want fettuccine Fedora for dinner. No, tonight. no, it's two chicken salad and pizza. And I just, and I, and I just, and, and she's like, I want fettuccine Fedora. And I come home with pizza. chicken Parmesan. And Damn she's it. like, no, no. I'm like, well, is this going to be a problem? She's like, yeah, uh, because I'm allergic to something in the fettuccine Fedora that, uh, in the chicken parm that you got me. Not, and I wanted the Fedora. Uh, she's going to go, I'm going to go. You're, you're cut, bitch. Yeah. I mean, the I brought, last I brought, time... I brought you chicken parm, and you refused it? Fuck out of here. The fucked up part, the last time I checked, this chicken salad ain't all that fucking healthy either. It's like a no, shit no, ton no. of mayo. No, it's no wait, wait, like wait. You don't get it. Tree, it was like... just raw chicken. <laughs> yeah. By chicken like, salad, they meant like... spinach. Like, they're like, yeah. if it was anything like what, oh, we, what, what they use to serve as a training camp at Bridgewater, like, you'd go in, and it's always just like... Iceberg lettuce and you're just yeah, like there's, yeah, yeah. there's no nutritional value to it whatsoever. And they're just like, Yeah, here's some fucking like slop on a plate. Fucking Can't good leave. luck. Yeah. You're, they're like, You're D3. We're lucky you're feeding you at all. Like, uh, you're like, fuck. Like, this sucks. Like, can we get some protein? And they're like, Yeah, here's three slices of like frozen shit Tyson's bread. chicken that came out of a cryovac. The thing. dino ones? Those are good. No, they weren't even dino nuggies, bro. <laughs> we didn't even get that shit, dude. It was the food I don't even remember. Like I mean, the only good the only good meal that we had during training camp was breakfast. That was my favorite. I can't even get over this pizza story. But yes, pizza. We I think we did get pizza, but I was like, I'm not eating pizza and then going out and running. Like you know, you're, you're doing, doing two, the, the Michael Scott. Yeah, you're doing two days, and you're like, all right, you come in from morning practices or whatever, and then you go to lunch, and they're like, yeah, we got pizza, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be great sitting in my stomach in five hours when I'm out running hundred yard sprints right. because we're doing a fucking conditioning test. I like, know you didn't watch The Office, but he's he's convinced that you have to carb load before you go for like a big run. Yeah. Okay, so he orders right. a fucking gigantic order. of Fettuccine Alfredo, oh. and he just eats it before he has to go running. And then, in the middle of the race, he just passes He's out and throws puking up everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen I, a clip of that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a classic episode. Right. It's the uh, the rabies run. Yeah. For Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> there's like there's already a cure. Yeah. <laughs> we already have a cure for this. <laughs> no, we're doing it. Doing a rabies run. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. We got a couple other things we still want to get into here tonight. Uh, let's see what else do we got. Um, we've got the Easter Bunny. We've got some bulls. Uh, let's do the Kaepernick thing real quick. So yes. let's, because I said I did promise that we had numbers and and figures mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. So, and and we do, we do. I've got the numbers and I've got the figures. Ooh, Chad. Right here. So, Kaepernick was on the I Am Athlete podcast, which was headed up by what Brandon Marshall and uh, Chad Ochocinco, and he was on with them talking about and like we said a couple weeks ago or last week or the week before, I can't remember what, what exactly what week. Kaepernick is saying all the right things. 
Now. In, in ter- now. Fi- yeah. Yes, finally. He's saying all the right things in terms of actually say, making it seem like he wants to get back on, on the field and get on a team. He's saying, like, yeah, I understand. I'm accepting of a backup role. Uh, granted, he did say, like, yeah, you know, I'll take the backup role, you know, to start. Like, I'm not going to stay there, which I snickered at because I'm like, dude, you haven't played in five years, six years. And even the last time you did play, you weren't very good. Right. <laughs> um, so you, not you exactly. the power outage. Yeah, not, <laughs> not sure exactly. Right. Like, the last time I watched you, you were on, like, on a 111 record as a starter and everybody was nutting themselves because you threw 16 touchdowns and four interceptions to four interceptions but uh last i checked that wasn't pretty good he was even, so good even over 12 games that's not very good oh that was excellent what are you um, doing oh right sorry I've, yeah. I've watched zero football and i have only numbers to back up my case i know i'm right yes true obvious uh, <laughs> my apologies so anyway this is what uh this is what kaepernick said on the uh, on the iron podcast uh, athlete podcast so Said, uh, when I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. When I did the deal with Nike, their value increased by $6 billion. Uh, so if you're talking about the business side of it, it shows that it's beneficial to sign me. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with Mr. Kaepernick there because the business side of things, uh, as we've seen in years past, uh, no, you're not, you're not creating an uptick. Uh, for the NFL. No one is going to come clamoring. No one who's not watching the NFL anymore is going to come back because Colin Kaepernick's back on a team. In fact, just the opposite. I think most of the people that don't watch the NFL anymore are probably sitting there going, I don't watch the NFL anymore because Colin Kaepernick. Like, you kind of had the different, the, the opposite effect. Now, again, we did say that we would bring the numbers. So here is a little graphic uh, from Statista. Uh, excuse the the fit of it. it. It I wanted to make it big enough for people to read, but it was uh, it was a little bit awkward fitting in there, so it looks a little weird. But um, as you can see, Nike's value from 2016 to 2022. So in 2016, it was valued at 28 billion dollars. Okay, their brand value, uh, 28 million. I'm sorry, their brand uh, value was 28 million dollars. So I don't know where he's getting. Six billion dollars from I, I really don't. I feel twenty eight million is too low. Yeah, I do too. Brand Should it be twenty eight billion? millions of U.S. dollars? Brand oh. value. Oh, in millions of U.S. dollars, so it probably is twenty eight billion. Oh right, yeah, twenty eight because it's twenty eight thousand forty one. So in millions. So that's billions. Billion. Yeah, it's twenty eight. So twenty eight billion. Then in twenty seventeen, it goes up to thirty one. Then in twenty eighteen, it goes back down to twenty eight. In 2018? In 2018, Did which something is... something major happen in 2018? I believe that was the year where he had the, um, even if you believe in something, sacrifice everything ad. Okay. Um, okay. Even if you believe in something, or no. Believe in, believe in something, Kill even it. if it means sacrificing, sacrificing everything. everything. Yeah, something um, like that. Yes. And then in 2019, Nike's value went back up to 32. Then in 2020, 2034. Then back down again, probably because of the pandemic to thirty, and then back up to thirty-three. Where uh, basically from you know twenty nineteen on, Kaepernick had nothing, little or nothing to do with Nike. The whole world was shut down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that being said, we do have this other one. This you know, and if you don't believe me, and you know, you know, you know, people might be out. You know, they might be skeptical, and they might say, "Well, what do you know? I mean, you guys are just." fucking haters and you sit here and you just whatever well don't take my word for it take cnbc um nike won an emmy for their ad featuring colin kaepernick 
Uh, but when the car, uh, when the commercial was revealed in September of 2018, uh, Nike shares took a hit and they went down by 3.2 percent. And the hashtag Nike boycott trended on Twitter. So I'm not saying what Kaepernick is claiming. I, I, I mean, yeah, I am. I mean, I'm just calling bullshit. Uh, I have no idea where he's getting six billion dollars from. He's like, using cherry picked stats, like, of course, like he people is. are using with his stats. Yeah, of course, of course. right, exactly. Right, right, right. He's gonna look at some random stat, and I mean, props to him for actually saying it himself for once and not having somebody else do it because, you know, he's actually getting out there in front of microphones. Granted, no one's asked him any questions like, "Hey, do you still hate cops? Um, do you still support, uh, you know, foundations that are named for cop killers?" Uh, which he did. He donated money to the uh, daughters of uh, daughters uh, daughters of Asada, uh, which was uh, Joanne Chesimark. If you look it up, uh, she changed her name to Asada Shakur uh, when she fled to Cuba uh, in the '70s. She executed a New Jersey state police officer on the turnpike when he pulled her over. When they, he pulled her over in a car, she you know put a gun to the back of his head and executed him on the shoulder uh, during a during a routine traffic stop. Uh, and then Daughters of Asada is a foundation. Uh, that that came up, or you know, radical, anti-police, you know, defund the police type foundation, whatever. And Kaepernick donated to them. Fun, you know. So brings up some questions. Yeah, I would you say know? so. I would I would definitely have some questions for Mr. Kaepernick. Are are you still going to be donating to those to those types of charities? Or I mean, I'm sorry, those types of foundations. Um, are you still going to be out there wearing you know the pig socks? Um, are you still going to be praising Fidel Castro? Um, you know what, what, what? You know what are you going to be? What are you going to do? Because obviously, whoever signs Colin Kaepernick, all the cameras and all the microphones are going to flood his corner of the locker room cubicle, and he's going to get asked some poignant questions. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are going to ask. There's a few. I'm sorry. There's a few people out there that will ask him some real questions. As soon as a bad... And most of them will be bootlickers, and they'll just say, oh, Colin, how does it feel to be back in the league after five years? How does it feel to be blackballed for all those years and finally get your shot at redemption? Yeah, how's his breakthrough feel, you know? Yeah, shit. like, and they'll and they'll powder his balls, and, and they'll suck his teeth, and they'll make sure that they get... You know, the media will do what they do, and they'll get every drop of... And, and you know, as soon as that quarterback, let's say he does go to Seattle... And he does back up Drew Locke and Geno Smith, and he's the second or third or whoever you want to play it. And that quarterback has a bad game. The media will be like, "Is it Kaepernick time?" Oh, and they'll yeah. they'll show and they'll show highlights of him in the Super Bowl. They'll they'll blur out Harbaugh on the sideline. Like they're like, "This man doesn't exist." It was Cap. <laughs> it, was it was all him. Kaepernick. Did you know that Kaepernick didn't have any good players on that Niners team? That Niners team was a one and eleven team without him. And then. He came in and saved them. It's like, um, no, no, I'm pretty sure they were undefeated with Alex Smith under center, and then they just kind of told Alex Smith to go fuck himself. And yeah, sadly. Colin Kaepernick was like, all right, I'm the guy now. Um, and but, actually, it's Kaepernick's fault that Alex Smith almost died. It Think is. about it. Yeah, it really is. He almost killed Alex Smith. Yep. Yeah. Dick. Um, I'm, I'm personally Cherry rooting. picking stats. I'm personally, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody else can do it. Fuck it. Why can't we? Uh, I'm personally rooting for him to sign somewhere and get on a team because I just I want to see the dumpster fire that will be Colin Kaepernick. It's and a media circus. We all know it. Well, because yeah. it's going to be a media circus. He's not going to be worth his weight. It, it, and, and it's all going to come to fruition. Everybody's going to say, 
yeah, you know what? This guy really isn't just worth the fucking hassle. Like, and which, he did lose weight though. Which we know he did. He's not as fat as he was when he did that like little Dude, that high school workout. When he moved, I was like, when he, holy when shit! When all the scouts were like, "All right, we'll show up to your fucking lame ass workout," and he was like, "All right, it's fifty minutes up the road now." I'm not going to Atlanta facility. It's racist. Yeah, I'm going to a high school. He was like, like, bro, you're fifty pounds overweight. You're like Jared Lorenzen reincarnated. And he's just and he's out there like just you know throwing balls to like high school kids and like. Like yeah, look at this nice like look at this slant route over the middle. It's like yeah, yeah. there's no yeah, this ain't a fucking Powerade commercial, <laughs> yeah. asshole. Like, like shit. <laughs> now I'm done. Yeah, um, you're not Brady Quinn, dog. Uh, but no, it. I'm looking forward to him. I'm hoping he gets signed. I because, think he will. I think you're right. He will. I want to partake in the media circus, and and then when he actually gets on the field, if he manages to get on a field before he gets cut. I want to just see the absolute abomination that is a guy that has not played quarterback in five years or six years, and I just want to see him get throttled so we'll I can just sit here anyway. and say, a tut so. I have the best. A fucking a tut I have the best team he should go to, and it's not the team you're thinking of. It's not Seattle. Miami. Saints. No. Miami would actually make, make sense because Tua and him probably are the same. Uh, Saints, no. Cleveland Browns. Go back because, to Sean Watson because there's no chance he's going to beat out Watson as a starter. No chance he's going to beat out Watson. And if Watson somehow gets convicted of anything rape wise, they're like, we got Colin Kaepernick. He's a, he's a PI genius. Get in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's actually, everybody will praise us. It's actually not a bad idea. You got to think. He, I think he does. Economically. Doesn't, he does kind of have to go to a team, though, if you are going to sign him. You've got to sign him. If you want to be the team that gets the, the, the attaboys and the pats on the back for yes. signing him. Yeah. It's got to be a place where he's not going to threaten the starting job, right? It has to be a solid, right. solid it's starter. Like, like he's got to go to, like, Green Bay Green and, like, Bay. compete with, yeah. like, Jordan Love for the backup or something. What if, he, what right. if Denver said, Tampa. fuck it, come in. He's No way he's supplanting Russell Wilson. No, because I think there's too many young, impressionable minds on that team. And I don't think, again. I'm telling you, Cleveland, man. I don't know why. Cleveland makes sense because, A, no one really Shit. seriously expects Cleveland to compete for a Super Bowl. I think I think Cleveland is like the worst place for Deshaun Watson to have gone to because oh, I think hand, absolutely. I, I think Deshaun Watson is going to be like I'm just never going to make the playoffs ever again. <laughs> he's a, but he's rich. He doesn't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. And I, I agree. I think it's going to be a place like like Cleveland would be a perfect fit, Sean. That is an absolute knockout because he's not going to beat out Deshaun Watson. No chance. No one's actually expecting Cleveland to do anything ever, ever. Like. Like, you look at Denver, like, Denver is expected to compete not only for the AFC West, but for the AFC Championship and get to a Super Bowl and win it. I think it's a little early for that. No. I th- no. no. Competing no. for the West for sure. No. Championship? Come on. It's year one with Russ. Mm. Year, Listen, year I'm not one. saying that they're not going to go through their growing pains and they're going to have to learn how to win, but to think that Denver won't be in the mix for the Super Bowl? No. Tsk, I am not. Tsk, tsk, my First friend. of all, tsk, no, that's tsk, not what you tsk. said. You said AFC Championship right off the bat. Yeah, absolutely. And I could you you couldn't see Denver in the AFC Championship this year. I mean, they had the number three ranked there's defense no in the league last year. That I could come up with, they wouldn't be. I mean, I like. I think there's a very don't get me wrong. Very, the AFC very... is deep and vast. I mean, yeah, granted, like they're going to have to go through Kansas City, Buffalo, uh, New England, don't forget Indy. Indy, but somebody's got to. I don't know. Why not be them? I mean, dude, the AFC is stacked. The NFC is like a bunch of shit. I know. <laughs> NFC the like NFC's two, got three like teams. three good teams in it. Maybe, maybe four. Well, you think it? L.A., L.A., Tampa, Green, Tampa, Green, Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers, and I would say the Niners. Okay, Niners yeah. four yeah. pops. 
And then after that, it's just a shit show of like mediocrity, like Dallas, Minnesota. That's what I was saying. Detroit might actually make the playoffs this year. Detroit's like, oh shit, like <laughs> a chance. Well, Arizona's there too. Arizona's nah. and they're a decent team. I know they lost Chandler Jones, but they're a good team. Boston and Kyler Murray. I mean, I know I'm Kyle just Murray, this big. Kyler Murray is definitely fucking some shit up over there. Whether who is who is very loudly, not so secretly saying. Like you can't get transferred. Okay, trade me then. Yeah, whatever you want. It's that yeah. it's that whisper because he's so low you can't hear him in the microphone. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just look. <laughs> the, the, the AS have to laugh. But to your it. back to back to the Kaepernick thing. To your point, I think it's I think that's a place he's gonna go or he's gonna go somewhere with no expectations. But like you can't Houston. bring you. I was just saying no. You. I was just literally just about to say you can't bring him into a place like Houston because you don't have a, you, your quarterback situation is very much in flux down there. What do you got, like Sam Mills or whatever? No, not Sam Mills. Davis, Davis Mills. Davis Mills. The longest neck on a quarterback I've yeah, ever seen in my Davis life. Davis Mills, like, come on. Like, you bring Colin Kaepernick in, people are going to be expecting Kaepernick to beat, not only uh, compete, but beat him out for the for the starting job. That's going to be devastating, I mean, maybe, to a young quarterback psyche because now he's not answering questions about football. He's answering questions about, well, how did you feel about your uh, backup quarterback taking the knee? And how do you feel about Colin Kaepernick? I mean, do you think you can be Blaine Gabbert? Can you be as good as Blaine Gabbert and beat Colin Kaepernick out of the starting job? Like, I don't. I just don't know. Like, that wouldn't make sense. Cleveland makes a lot of sense. There's no threat of him becoming the starter. Nope. There's, there's expectations from Cleveland fans. But, I mean, around the league, realistically, like, does anybody actually believe Cleveland's going to be a good team this year? No. and no, I don't. I don't. And, if, and they're going to get him for the absolute minimum, minimum. Well, he's no, no, no. He wants, he wants 2.5. Oh, hey. oh no, he's, willing, grand. he's willing to take qualified backup money. <laughs> exactly. He, yes. didn't, he doesn't want mid. He wants backup money, which is, like, still, like, 2.5, like, 5. Oh. Andy Dalton got $5 million. He did shit. Suddenly the NFL ain't such slave owners anymore. Huh? Yeah, 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 no yeah. shit, right? Yeah. So if I'm Cleveland, I'm thinking about this like while we're talking about it, and I'm like, Cleveland's like, we can't fucking have Deshaun take a microphone. He's a psychopath. He might say something about slinging his dick around. They're like, they said a quarterback, but they didn't say which one. So they throw Kaepernick <laughs> out there every week. They just throw Kaepernick out there to do the they make him a team co- They make him a team captain. They're like, go talk. Like, oh, sorry. Cut the camera. Be off. like, well, you're the first. You're the first uh, backup quarterback to ever be named team captain. Colin, how does that make you feel? Uh, Twenty five minute speech. This 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 league is owned <laughs> by slave owners. Uh, we are slaves. So, Colin, you uh, you signed a deal to make two point five million dollars a year. Um, I don't know any indentured servants that made that kind of money. That's because you haven't read enough books. Uh, I talked to LeBron, and he has read the first page of many book. And uh, he told me that uh, this is slaves. Uh, But no. But seriously, I I don't know. I don't know where he could possibly go. Cleveland makes a lot of sense. Everyone keeps saying Seattle because because Pete Carroll has said it many times that he'd give him a chance. That's why. Pete Carroll, that's like going to be Pete Carroll's like deathbed. Like nod to somebody like, okay, I know this is my last year as a head coach. I know, you know. This is my last year as a head coach. I don't give a fuck no more. And he's just like, Geno Smith, Drew Locke, Colin Kaepernick, compete. 
And he's just like, ha, 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 ha. Like, just sitting there, like, in his chair, like, just, like, eating popcorn, like, laughing all day, chewing gum. You're at, like. At this point, Seattle might have not enough players on offense. You could just throw out three quarterbacks and just have one of them throw to DK Metcalf. Like, Drew Locke. Run. <laughs> Drew Locke under center, Colin Kaepernick lined up a tight end. It was like, oh, it's a quadruple reverse. You're like, what the fuck? How are throwing it? Drew Locke back, goes back for the pass. You see Kaepernick run toward him. He's like, no, you're the tight end, you ass. Like, no, <laughs> let me the ball. I got this pass. <laughs> Lobs it to the They're stands. all just like trying to like like steal it from each other, just so they can throw it. Be like, no, I want to throw it. No, I want to throw it. Meanwhile, Pete Carroll's over there, just like hollering at some cheerleader, like, hey, so what's going on? Chewing see gum. Side. You see, yeah, doing that like that like side that yes. like heavy side chew that he does. Like, yeah, you, know, you see uh, a sign called Kaepernick. What are you doing later? And he's like, you know, getting all Urban Meyer with it. You know, like cheerleaders a man. Yeah, or in Seattle, who knows? I mean, no, there there, there is. Oh, I they I mean male cheerleaders. <laughs> broken my own joke. <laughs> God damn it! I mean male cheerleaders are a thing. I thought you meant like he was a female. Like you know whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, that. he was one of the. Uh, they, they were, I thought I, I was just were, throwing Pete Carroll to the bus from him dicking over the Patriots many years ago. I thought you yes. were. I thought you were getting at uh, the yeah. uh, cheerleaders being uh, alphabet people, but uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the number if you want to get in on some of this action. We did the Colin Kaepernick thing. We've done the Kyrie thing. We've done Pizzagate 2.0. I can't. I've, I've literally been laughing at the pizza thing for like three days. It I'm, I'm it's just joking. so bizarre, dude. Like, it's just one of those things where you're just like. It took me a while to <laughs> click on the video to watch it because I'm like, what? Two minutes. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I, I scrolled past it so many times because I'm like. It's red hot for us. What do you mean he got cut because he took pizza over chicken? No, he asked for a slice. Yeah. Well, I mean, but. I, to be dead ass honest with you, I mean shame on that guy. Who the fuck passes up chicken salad though? For real, like hey, I know man. that was that's that's the other that's the other major question in that video. Who doesn't eat chicken salad? Yeah, I fucking, have you ever had willow tree chicken salad? Was it was it maybe like a piece of chicken? Give me on some a salad? fucking pita pockets, bro. You right, was it right? Was it was it a grilled bro? chicken salad or like chicken salad? I Either think, way, throw some ranch on that shit. Either way, it's bomb but maybe, as fuck. But I don't maybe get they it. maybe they only had like. Some kind of spicy ranch. He's like, nah, I don't want that. Spicy ranch. That sounds even hala- better than I got, I got, regular fucking ranch. I got jalapeno ranch in my fridge right now, and it's fucking yeah, bomb. Spi- wait, but they make a spicy ranch? They do make a spicy ranch. <laughs> really? Yeah. The bro, they make all sorts of flavors of ranch. Bro, either way, th- I mean, did the guy deserve, uh, like, like I said, I think it's a conspiracy. I think there's something behind all this that we don't know of. But goddamn, man, like, why didn't you just eat the fucking chicken salad? No idea. This sounds so it, it good. It wasn't that he I didn't, he did eat the chicken salad, salad right but the guy was like, no, you can't have pizza. Is that going to be a problem? And the guy was like, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, because I'm not going to eat this chicken salad. Okay, but that's who the, the fuck problem. is he to tell him who he can't eat pizza? Is if he in shape? Does he, does he meet all his <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Was he fat shaming him? Like, uh, what's it like that contract that you posted where they basically just told the guy, like, don't be fat? Like, <laughs> Oh, Trent, uh, Trent, 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 Brown. Trent Brown. They gave him incentives for losing weight. Yeah, he needs it. Yeah, he had to get under like three hundred and seven. No, 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 he doesn't but, have to. But the reason is because they said like, "Hey, we've noticed you don't miss games if you play it this way while you're playing over three fifty and you're missing like eight games a season." Right. So they want him down like a certain weight. Um, but if you had to guess, if we were all in Vegas gambling, first coach to cut a player over food, first fucking name on my list is Andy Reid. I'm like, he's definitely gotten a guy over food. <laughs> second name. Who he has no business doing. Second name, no longer a coach, Fred Kitchens. 
And then Quick. Third, Quick. I don't I don't know where this list this guy's name is, but like if someone would have put a dollar and had ten thousand to one odds, that guy would be just a millionaire. Yeah. Never. I thought never in my life would I ever hear a player getting cut as a joke, even as a joke. I just don't understand it, dude. Jesus. Like, because again, the guy he has a perfectly reasonable explanation for it. But he maybe, shredded. But was there? But maybe was there more like words exchanged? You know, like he says, "I swear on my father." That's all I said, and it's like, but is that really all you said? Put chicken salad. Because I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely told people, I've definitely lied right to people's faces before, and been like, "Yo, I swear on my mother's soul, bro." She's not even dead, but I'm just like, I swear on my mom's, bro. I didn't say that. I didn't do that. That was a bold-faced lie. I definitely said or did, but I'm just earning credibility. Like, I'm just trying to make it seem like, bro, because, you know, it's like that meme where it's like, you know, like the guiltiest person in the room always has the longest, wow, (laughs) when they get accused of something. Right, right. Like, yo, were you cheating on me? Wow. Like, oh, yeah, you definitely were. Like it, it's like that, so maybe cheating's such a strong word. Cheating's <laughs> such a strong word. I mean, I just dipped the tip in her mouth. I mean, why, Jesus. why is she throat goat in your phone? <laughs> throat goat. <laughs> um, my God, <laughs> that went off the deep end really fast. I mean, this, <laughs> this is what we do here, bro. It gets dark. It gets real dark real quick. But like, I think there's more to that story. Like, there's got to be. There has has to be. be. He had to have like threatened to like punch somebody or do something like super disrespectful in order to make a coach be like, like, (laughs) "Fuck you! You wanted pizza? You got chicken salad? You don't like good chicken?" It's like when you were a kid and your your parents are like, "You're like, oh, what do we have for dinner?" And they're like, "Oh, chicken." You're like, "I don't want fucking chicken again." And they're like, "My life." Well, too bad. Eat your fucking dinner. And and you're like. No, I don't want to eat my dinner. Like, I'll just, I'll just not eat. And they're like, "Fine, you can not eat." Now you're grounded, and you're like, "What? Like, what? How the fuck? I'm already punishing myself by not eating and going hungry, and now you're grounding me on top of it? This is like, what the fuck is this shit? That'd be that'd be wonderful for my son if I told him, (laughs) "Hey." I brought I brought you this nice vegan. He can't have dairy. Anybody that has no. I brought you this nice vegan pizza that I made for you. He's like, Yo, Coach, can I get one of those chicken tendies? No, that <laughs> gonna be a problem. Yes, <laughs> and, and I just sent him to his room. I just sent him to his room. Just <laughs> walked into there. He just, <laughs> he's, he's, doing, he's doing the little the the when when my dog popped oh his ball. Oh my god! Like, do you forgive the dog? <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. Oh my God! Too good. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. That's the only uh, way to, to the analogy. Oh my God! It makes me laugh so much. I can't. What? I, I'm gonna reach out to this guy on Twitter because he's having a mental. I'm gonna be like, dude, can you come on our show? That'd be dope. Oh, he doesn't have his DMs open. Ah, just tweet at him. I am yeah. going to. Be like, hey, oh my God! He started a cameo as of the start of the show. No shit. He's like, book me. I'm gonna just book him for cameo. How much is his cameo? Probably like, it should be less. I'll, than I'll kick in. Should be less than hundred bucks. I hope so. Anyway, I would love to get the whole fifteen dollars. Oh, if you do it through a business, it's a hundred dollars. Oh, that's what crazy. a cheat! What? What do you mean? We're not because 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 no because if you tell them like yeah if you tell them like hey talk like talk to us on the show really all quick, right fine hundred bucks I'll, I'll pay a hundred bucks. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> It'd be worth it. It'd be worth it. We should poll our listeners. We should poll the we should poll the listeners and say. If if I pony up a hundred dollars of my own money to get him, I'll be like, "Listen, can you just give us like fifteen minutes on the show? We just want to know the real story." Well, he just wants a cameo. No, I don't want a cameo. I want an interview. I'll pay a hundred bucks for an interview. Hey, Jake Butt, I can get Jake Butt for thirty nine bucks. 
Jake Butt, 39. What Butt. are you? <laughs> this guy's looking at crazy. This cameo. That's crazy. All right, uh, let's let's get it. Uh, we got a couple minutes left here, so let's uh, let's let's What's wrap Paxton this thing Lynch up. Doing these days? Um, Paxton Lynch probably playing Fortnite. Uh, no, the him. match is returning. Yep. The fuck is the match? The match. The match. Sean, the match. Oh, oh, oh. Golf. Golf. golf, golf Peyton sorry. and Tiger versus Brady and Phil. I'm not really pumped. I mean, I don't know how I feel about the fact that they squeezed out the pro. So I, I don't know about that. I don't. I was going to say, so for those that don't know, the match part, what, six? The yes, six year six. part, the match part six is uh, scheduled for what, June? First. June 1st this year. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, I will be watching that in, intently. Uh, it's Jared Allen and Patrick Mahomes versus Brady and Rogers. So it's right. the new guard versus the old guard. Now, previously, they'd had been paired up with an actual pro. So we had Peyton and Tiger versus Phil and Brady. Uh, last year, it was Bryce and A-Rod versus DeChambeau and Phil and Brady again. Phil and Brady and DeChambeau, DeChambeau and, and A-Rod. A-Rod. Uh, so anyway, they've usually paired them up. What what I would love for them to do is add in a pair of pros as like a control. So like you have Josh Allen and and Patrick Mahomes going up against Brady and A Rod, right? But then you have like Jordan I don't know, Spieth and like Tiger and Patrick like, Cantlay, or- like yeah, Patrick or 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 or, or Scheffler, and like or whatever two pros. Just and then they play and they shoot and then the other four like they all play their own like twosome and right. they all have their own score. So then you can just see how much better the pros, the pros are, are than everybody else. Right. Like like almost like like a pros versus Joes, but they're also pros. But I don't get why all of a sudden they were just like, okay, this is only NFL guys playing golf now. Like why is that? Like, there's why? there's gonna be there's gonna be like a surprise cameo Who by knows? some sort of pro. In this. No, but I just don't understand why they squeezed out the pro. Like why would you get rid of? I don't know. The, I haven't looked. P- I haven't looked into it at Maybe all. Maybe because it was just too focused on the pros and not the guys who are because, bringing the audience. Which because is the, the right the pros. Athletes. Well, no, no, I mean the pros were bringing the but audience. But everybody I mean, knows it's basically Phil Mickelson versus. Fucking tiger, uh, tiger or, or Bryson, or Bryson versus whoever. Yeah, but the that's fuck. but that's you the thing. Like, it's, it's also but you have you have the pro that's going to carry the team, and then you're waiting to see which quarterback is going to make like be able to like you know make pull the, the shot out. Right? Yeah, fucking pull the rabbit out the hat, and that's that's where I think I don't know. I think it would be more fun to have like a twosome of pros, whoever it might be, mm. and then the four quarterbacks, or just how about we just pull the NFL, be like, hey. Who's good golfers in the NFL? Tony Romo. Like, get, uh, yeah, like, like <laughs> he, who's, shouldn't, he shouldn't count. No, because he's a pro am. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's like he's, he's, he's professional now. He's a fucking he's scratch great. golfer, dude. Like, yeah, guys, he's good. Tony Romo's dirt nasty. That yeah. chippy out off the deck. Remember I, that? I just watched that this morning. It was fucking crazy. Dude, someone said he was like phenomenal at basketball too, and I was like, really? Was this well, guy? he's like, an athlete. Yeah. So, but like, why wouldn't it, wouldn't it be more fun? Because I would love to see how bad, like you know, like Dustin Johnson. And Rory Rory could like dick down Brady and A Rod, like just that's, in, like but that's it, the thing. Like it'd be ridiculous. A it'd be insane. But I think like this match, like is it gonna be? It's not gonna be cool. It's not gonna be that cool. I think it is. It's like, it's like go out there and get like D 
Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick and fucking and, and the Bush brothers and, and, and suit them up and uh, let's go play basketball. Well, that sounds. You know like, what I'm saying? But like, I think I think that's where this is going, though. Is it not? I think. Like, I think like next year you're gonna have. Like, okay, we're going to have two from the NBA, two from the MLB, two from the NFL. Cool. Woodshot after Woodshot after Woodshot. I can go to the range and watch this. Uh, you know uh, what I'm saying? I can go to the range and watch the same thing. These, slice after slice after duff. Yeah, these I, I need I need personality. These four guys, I know they're all great quarterbacks. Does nothing for me. That's Give, why, give yeah. me Shaq versus um, Chuck. Chuck. No, if you're gonna do it, I want I want Chuck athletes that have to. I, Chuck, I want a qual. A I shit. want a qual. I want if you're gonna play in the match as as an athlete, of, you know, of a, of a different professional sport. I you're want to get qual. like 16 NFL players that can qualify to be the final two that are gonna be paired up with Tiger and Phil or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Get a qualification so you're not just sitting there watching morons chunk balls and fucking duff shit. Like, okay, yeah, all right, Josh Allen put like a whole season into playing golf one year, or maybe. Maybe he actually has played. Who the fuck Dude, knows? He's gonna, he's gonna fucking Bryson DeChambeau the thing and just crush it as hard as he can. Yeah, and slice the fuck out of it. And cool, man. There goes another one off into the woods, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's it, golf is but such to him, a he's different. Like, I won. It's I don't know. I'm pumped on it because I love the match and I want to see it. But I don't think they should have squeezed the pro out of it and just stuck all four. I got I got zero interest. Really? I, I I need I need like personalities. I know I know what Brady and Rogers are gonna do, and then I could give a shit less what Mahomes and Allen do. Brady and Rogers are probably gonna smoke the fucking doors off of fucking Allen and, and Mahomes. What did you do? Did you fucking fight? This motherfucker fought it. I did can you? already tell. Yeah, he did. He should have taken the chair. Smells so bad. I want to know. Tell, he's over he's there shaking. cracking up. I know. <laughs> yeah, you fucking a asshole! I can't smell him. <laughs> I don't know. I just like yeah, I bad. said. Oh, I God. think they're taking the quality out of out of the product that, that they had. You know what I mean? It's, it's just gonna be bad. It's just gonna be a bad product now. I mean, is it cool? Yeah, it's always fun to like watch like different athletes of a sport play a different sport. But yeah, like but I said, Duffs and Woods balls are not fun to watch. Yeah, and I, I don't think the pairing Jesus is great Christ. either. Like if it was, it should be Brady with a young guy and and uh, Rogers with a young guy. Yeah, and you know what? And 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 anything that has to do with Pat, Patrick Mahomes and golf, he can go fuck himself. All right, Patrick Mahomes thought he was fucking too cool for school and wanted to go to the masses two years ago. Yes. Two years ago and wear his fucking hat backwards. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't give a shit who you are. You don't fucking wear your hat backwards at the masters. Not at Augusta. Not at, not at fucking Augusta. You Augusta has that. Ruels. Yeah, and you yeah. follow them. I don't give a shit who you are, so he's an asshole for that. And I hate him anyway because fuck the Chiefs and fuck Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you know, as a player and all that, but like... Dude, the, the, the time is already up. Yeah. The windows are already closed. Yeah. They got they got 34-year-old, well, I think he's only 32, 32-year-old Kelsey, and that's the only guy they have receiving threat. Yeah, so we'll see how he does, but I don't know. I think this pairing is going to be interesting to see, but I think they took a lot of the quality out of the product. I just hope, it's, getting, I hope, I hope it's entertaining. I, I Again, I think if they put in, like, two pros to play against them, like, and they did, like, you know, or, or brought in, like, you know, made two foursomes, like two pros for each, like you know what I mean, like, and then they do two foursomes instead, sure. and they just do best ball. I mean, granted, then again, but then we're just then we're just using. Then you're just using the pros. Your, your lights literally just died. Christmas Golf just, is wow, one of those sports, there it is. dude. We where... saw it. It happens. See, what? nothing happened. Christmas, Christmas is lights over. just died. Oh, Christmas is over. Uh, Christmas lights just died live on the show. But that's what I'm saying. Golf is one of those sports, dude, where it's like. You can't just get an idiot out there and throw him on a basketball court and like, yeah, okay, maybe he might make a play or do something. If you don't know how to fucking golf, 
Yeah, it, it's, it's gonna be a fucking bad time. Dude, I actually, don't know how good fucking Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. I know how good surprised. Brady. I know how good Brady and Rogers are. I've I, seen them. Rogers is like a like a, I think like Rogers is like a four or five handicap. Rogers is pretty good. I don't think he's that high. It, I thought he was. I thought that's, that's what they said last year. Low. That's pretty fucking low. No, I don't know if he's that. Good. I thought he was. I thought he was that good. Brady, Google. no. Four or five is like really, that's, really yeah, that's true. fucking good. That's yeah. You're shooting 70s on the reg. I don't think. I'm not putting it past me. He's a professional athlete. I know, but that's but that's my point. Is like, I'm He's wired because, different. Yeah, but all professional athletes are. You kind of give them like a stick or a ball or a this and say, do something with it. And they're like, all right. And they do fucking phenomenal things with it. Do I? Th- I mean, there's a part of me that thinks that's gonna happen because they are all professional athletes. But I know golf. I play golf, and you can't. It, that game will fuck you up. Uh, I don't know how to read this shit. Let me see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, four point six. Is that his handicap? Yes. That's what so. Saying. So Aaron Rodgers shoots shoots seventies. So, yeah, he's. I have his official scores from the country club for where he is in Wisconsin. What do they say? It's a shit ton of games. Look at it. I want to see the final scores on these. Well, I'm just going to wait. I'm just waiting for Paul's reaction. It's right. a good, like, 25, 30, like, 30 games. Low 80s, high 70s, like I said. Yeah. There's a 98 in there. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for that 198. Fucking he loser. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. No, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I didn't think A-Rod was that good, and I don't know how they curbed this fucking scorn and shit. Fuck him. He ain't that good. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Paul, this like, is, so this gonna, is Paul's thing with, with golf. Anybody who's good at golf, Paul's like, fuck you, that's bullshit. Yeah, no, you're not. Ooh, Paul, he's like, Brady's no. an 8-1 handicap. That's, Since that's, when? On what? I've seen him fucking play. No, yeah, he's no, not. I'm not buying Brady being an 8. No, he's no. Wait, is that is that better or worse than Rogers? That's Roger? fucking nasty. An A is handicap is fucking nasty. Hold on, hold you on. You are no, fucking nasty no, no, if you it's... have an A handicap. Yes, you are. You're good. This is it says uh, according to a Republic World Do- Golf Digest report, Brady is a eight one handicap. That's nasty as fuck. I don't know. Maybe that's all he does. I have no idea. Probably now, yeah. I don't know what the fuck these guys do with their off time. But Jesus, I'm, I'm hanging I'm... around like a fucking twenty four or some shit. A 10 handicap will average, on average, 82 to 88. So that means he's under 82 to 88 average. Which, that's... No. That's what I'm saying. No, no I've seen that's him on good, the match. I've yeah. seen him play. I've seen him no, play. No, he's not. Wait, no. I'm, just, I'm just Googling everybody's. Uh, Kansas City Chief star Patrick Mahomes is a 7.7 Bullshit. Handicap, according to golf.com. Bullshit. I am fucking calling... Bullshit! They are fluffing these dudes' numbers yeah, so hard. Yeah, they are. You are not. How long has Patrick Mahomes been playing golf? That's what I want to know. He's That's what, what I want. Twenty-six wanna... so years so old. Wait, so wait, you said the higher the better? No, no. The, the lower, lower the number. If you're a zero handicap, yeah. you're a scratch. Golfer. You're a scratch golfer. You're you're, you're fucking insanely nasty. You're so, extremely so Rogers good. Was a, I know. Rogers I know was the best. One person personally who's a scratch golfer. I will be the first to admit it on fucking live air because I'm not a fucking moron when it comes to golf. I shoot like a buck, ninety eight to like one hundred five. I shoot ninety eight, one hundred five. I've been playing for a decent amount of time. Could I get better if I took it more seriously? Absolutely. My club speed, my driver speed, actually at ninety five to ninety six is above the average of most amateur golfers. Yeah, you pipe them. 
So I, I don't want to hear this shit about fucking eight, seven fucking handicaps with these so pro football. It's fucking garbage. So wait, Rogers man. is the best one I've said so far at four. Yes, at four. That's okay. Wicked but I heard nasty. that Josh the- Allen is a ten-one handicap according to Golf.com. That means he shoots eighty-two to eighty-eight. Doubt it. Listen, I'm not saying it's not possible because it's it's definitely possible. My best rounds last year were 83, 85, and uh, 83, 84, and 88. Right. Those were those were my three best rounds last year. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have Josh Allen's scores. Josh Allen is not a good... Josh Allen hangs around what you do. His best score last year was 88, 96, 95, 98, 101, 194, 95, There's, 101. He's a yeah. 20s handicap. Yeah, that's... He's that's no awesome. way so, less than so he's what 17. Is, so what is 10-1? I don't understand, I don't understand any of this Because stuff. somebody's fluffing the numbers because they're probably taking, like, his best... Because you know what it is? They probably took the the ones where he was like, oh, well, this is the one where I'm trying. Yeah, he played two balls. He yeah, played this, he played that. whatever. People, listen... I don't give a shit who you are, but 99.9% of you, when I go out on the fucking golf course, will fucking cheat, shave a score, do something. You'll shave a stroke any fucking God-given way Dude, you can. Playing with this kid's mad annoying because he's like, I'm like, he's like, oh, what'd you get? I'm like, double bogey. He's like, fucking bullshit. I'm like, you just watched me hit fucking six <laughs> fucking shots. I'm like, what the fuck you doing? He's like, and he's like, or I'll put it in. I'll put it in. And he's like, oh, what'd you get? I'm like, par. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, it was a par three. I I put it on the green and then three putt it, like two putt it. How is that not a par? He's like, you are a liar. He's like, and he's like, I, you're full of shit. And I'm like, you watch me. He's like, I just, I'm so I don't, skeptical. Paul's like, Paul's like, I don't believe my lion eyes. I've seen some bad cheaters out there before. Oh, I've dude. had people tell me that they, that they put in on a par five and it's like, dude, like we cut off the double. I cut off the double rule for you like way back there. <laughs> like, like you've already hit 10. Like you were done. I, I gave you the 10. Now you're just fucking telling me you got pot. I'm like, come on. I'm not yeah. calling names out, but like, I played, played with some I, bad I fucking this, cheaters. We, we, we've bro. all played with some bad cheaters. In the Shoot, golf in the eighties, I'm like, bro, I'm like, you, like you, you fucking dumped one in the water off the tee on twelve. Like, what are you talking about? Now that's three off the tee. Oh, what? Somehow you magically got a like. So what you? Bogey? So, so what you hole in one after that? Like, like, yeah, a bogey after that. Fuck out of here. So you're People, telling geez. me golf.com is lying? Yes. Thousand. Somebody's thousand lying. Percent. I don't know if it's golf.com or something. But no, golf is notorious. Like, I see people post their scores. You're on- not shooting a 101 on if you're registered and you register a national handicap on, uh, I forget what the fuck it is. Um, is it golf.com? No, no. My boy Tebow gave me the fucking link. Fuck, I can't remember what it is. I don't even remember. If you nationally register your fucking handicap, you have to play X amount of fucking uh, X amount of rounds, log everything, and, and then you get your handicap score. If you're shooting a 101, there's not a chance. That you're a goddamn ten something handicap with just shooting nineties and shit like that. There's not a chance. No, you have to be consistently in the low eighties to be a ten handicap. Consistently. Okay. Yeah, facts. So I, th- th- I, I mean, just... I've had friends come up to me and be like, "Oh yeah, they're like, oh I played this course the other day," and they're like, "Like, oh yeah, what'd you shoot?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, eighty one." I'm like, "Were you just counting putts?" Like, right. I, I know you didn't shoot that good. I've seen yeah. you play. You definitely all of a sudden shoot that we good. play together, and it's God. I don't know what's going on oh, today, yeah, bro. Every fucking oh, time. I, I wasn't doing this the other day, bro. You know? Yeah, sure you weren't. I mean, I say that all the time, but it's true. What's the <laughs> What's the highest score you can get in golf? What, handicap? No, no, I, like like the, shoot the absolute worst. I mean, if you just absolute worst. if. If oh, you, the, high, the absolute worst. Yeah. Uh, so, so the way, so the way, PGA, as no, many no, no. times just, just, if I go out golfing tomorrow, like, what's the absolute worst I can do? Like, what's 200, 210. 210? 
I mean, I've I mean, seen 400, 7,000. I mean, it doesn't matter, it's, it's yeah. All, how, however many yeah. times it takes you to oh, hit the, get ball. the ball. It doesn't, like, cap out. No, no, no. When we go out fucking around on the weekdays, we play. I play a double-up rule. So if you're on a par four, yep. the worst you can do is an eight. Once okay. you get an eight, just quit. Grab the ball because there's probably because there's, people behind you're us. You're trying to keep track. We're trying to keep course. shit going. You're, so you're not spending you. 20 hours looking for a fucking ball. You okay. double up, call it. We're going to the next hole, I got which you. happens quite a bit for me anyway. <laughs> but that's about the. But other than that, if you want to play fucking stroke for stroke, for that's it, it, it counts until you get the ball in the hole. Jesus, you can go. You can get a 13 on a fucking par four if you want. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to do that. But you can. You, you know could. I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's that bad. It depends on how you want to play. If you're being, if you're out in a public course or even a private course and it's a busy day and you're out there and you're playing and you're not playing double up rule, first of all, you're just a fucking dickhead because no yeah. one wants to fucking sit behind you while you take 13 shots on a par five. Right. Like, just keep it moving, bro. Like, golf etiquette, there's, there's so much that goes into golf etiquette. That people don't realize. Like, it's more about, it's more than just having your shirt tucked in and not wearing cargo pants and, you know, being respectful of the course and obeying the cart signs and the pass and all how, that kind of how shit. How short can your shorts be? Can they be, like, shorter? Short? I mean, what like, is with, so what is with this new, like, this new fad of, of like, men wearing short, short shorts? Short. Dude, it's all back. That's why I was making, I was going to make short, a joke. Short shorts and, like, scrunched down white socks. Dude, it's um, what's it's the fucking uh, Burt Reynolds coming back where he's wearing like halfway up his quad. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I see guys at the gym all the time, and it's like they got like trashed ass like Vans on, like scrunched down like n- white Nike mids. Fucking problem with like, trash Vans. Like scrunch, like scrunch, and then like white, short ass white, shorts. White socks are back in. White socks are everywhere, dude. No problem uh. with trash Vans. Yeah, this got a problem with trash fans. Have, have you noticed that? I don't get it. Like, we need another Fab Five I have, revolution. I have black socks. I don't know. I'm I'm a black so I I will not wear white socks. Period. You will not. <sighs> so dirty. The only time I wore a pair of white socks was when I was in the academy because they made us. Other than that, you will not catch me dead in white so socks. Weird, That's why I'm it? wearing white socks right now because I bought a bunch for the last academy. But, but guess what? Now. But we're, we're also much older and just do not give a shit about fads. For the most part, no, but it's not even. I wear it's Crocs not, it's and I don't even, even wear socks. It's not even about being about the fads. I just don't understand. Like, there's no like, comfort. When, we, in when we came up, right? When we came up, you know, you, the shorts had to be down past the knee. You know what I mean? Baggy clothes, no show, black socks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was the Fab Five look. Remember? Like that was what that's that's what started it. Remember buffing your shoes with the pair of socks under the tongue? Oh yeah. And, you know, sticking them down there, buffing them out, making yep. them look all full and shit. Making them look all, yeah, puffing them up. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I go to my gym every day, and, like, I see these young kids. They got to be, like, UMass Dartmouth kids or whatever. Like, oh, for sure. Nakatomi like, Plaza. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Nakatomi Plaza kid. He fucking, like, he comes in, and he's just like, like, dude, he'll come in in, like, flannel, like, flannel pajama pants. Yes. He def- <laughs> definitely Eastern European. Yeah. Like, flannel pajama pants and, like, chucks and a wife beater, and he's yoked as fuck. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I'm like, With, like are you? blonde hair. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I said to him one day, I'm like, yo, this kid looks like he's about to fucking take over Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> like, he comes like, in with flannel pants, like, whatever. It's crazy. Like, like, he's got nothing. Short shorts. I mean, the kid's yoked. He's strapped. You know what I mean? But he's got, like, this, like, beater, and, like, he's got this hair in his, in his chucks and his shorts. Sometimes he wears, he, like, they're just, like, soup. I'm I, I'm a fan of, like, the normal, like, um, I got, like, these, like, nice, like, Nike dry fit shorts. 
they're great on the golf course. They're great anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, I can wear them, like, no matter what. But mm-hmm. they've just slightly come above the knee, maybe about knee level. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I'm 35 fucking years old. I've got, like, old, two you know pairs I mean? of shorts like, that only go down to my knees. And that's as short as I will go. I I'm, just, I'm, I'm ghetto as fuck when I when I wear my when I go. Yeah, to I job. just like, got shorts above the knee because I got it for when we were on vacation a month ago. Mugsy, I I absolutely fucking love all of their stuff. It fits phenomenal. I've never heard of it. But it's uh what the PFT and um, Big Cat wear. Oh, and they promote the shit out of it. But yeah, yeah. it really is like super comfortable clothing. Right. So I got a pair of like nice like like dress like Mugsy like shorts and they they're good for the golf course because they look professional. Right, right. And they're right. just they like, got a clean look. They're super stretchy and everything like that too. But I love them. But like it depends like all the other shit like I can't imagine those guys wearing like those rigid jeans all the way up here and have like a crease in my leg the whole day and oh, like, just cut in India. I'm like I'm like watching this dude the other day at the gym and like and and, and he was in great shape, and he was he was fucking killing it in his workout. He was clearly like one of those CrossFit dudes, hairless freak. And I'm just like, no, he was very hairy. Uh, oh, but like, very hairy. but like, he's got like shorts that came like midway up to up his thighs. He's got the white socks, and like, like I don't know if it's like, you know, I get it. Like I'm not like a big like this guy works out barefoot. In my gym gotta have ugh, gross. Uh, you gotta have like. I don't even think that's legal. Uh, they in allow costumes. it. I mean, it must be have some religious exemption or some bullshit. But like, he's I'm like, he's. I'm watching him and I'm just like, what the fuck happened? I'm like, when did this? And the only thing this gives me hope for, right, is like, okay, so right now the way I see it is like we're back to like the late '80s in terms of like style. Okay. Because it's like that, like short shorts, chucks, white socks, <sighs> that, that kind of thing. Socks, dude. The only thing that's good is we're only like ten years away. From like another Fab Five revolution with like long ass shorts, baggy yeah. shorts, Alan Iverson AI, type shorts, like, like chains, like well, so. Not 40s, yeah. So basically, by the time I get to like my forty fifth birthday party, or you know forty seventh birthday, or you know pushing fifty, I'm gonna be back rocking like fucking Under Armour fucking sweatbands, fucking you know big white tees and like you know like baggy ass shorts and fucking Air Forces and Air, you know like whatever like with gangsterdom is back, baby. Like 2005 was the peak of gangsterdom. You go, you go in find this a country. G-Unit sweatshirt. For no oh, bro, reason. I will be rocking G-Unit sneakers. Well, if all you go day. back to that time era, I'm sure his shit not buying any more Dickies. I'll tell you that. <laughs> bro, Dickies buying. are coming back, bro. <laughs> I'm not. Buying. That means we're only like five to ten years away from from our like heyday coming back, mm, which is good we because then we're gonna be looking uh, at kids and we be like, yeah, that kid gets it. We skipped over hair metal bands. Damn. <laughs> we did, yeah. Apparently, the hair metal Good. thing did not happen. Yeah, no. no I missed, um, I all right, that. last last couple of videos, and we'll get out of here. So uh, we're just gonna watch this bull snuff this guy because it's funny as it's shit. It's only like six seconds. Yeah. Tick tick boom. Oh. Bringing the noise. That guy got the crackback block of the century. Yeah. Play it again. Him. Yeah. Okay. Tick tick boom. He thought he was scot free. He was like, haha, that bull just. He's like, know. oh, he's like, I just spun out of you. Boom. Fucked. Suck that. Collapse. Was um, someone? Did someone comment on our chat, or someone commented like a similar video, or I think someone shared it, and they said, "I haven't seen someone get hit this hard since Sean Taylor hit the Buffalo punter." Nice. I forgot. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. I saw it in our shared. That's thing. actually a very good reference. Good. Yeah. Good for you. I don't know who it was. It's gone. I can't find it because their profile is private. Yeah, that's, that's good. And then, uh, and then here we have the Easter Bunny that was on the White House lawn. Um, <laughs> You know, snuffing out the reporters that asked Joe Biden about Afghanistan and uh, and, and in the Middle East. That was so Easter Bunny. So- <laughs> I got it all, bro. Easter Bunny. So- <laughs> I got it all, bro. 
That was that was the Easter Bunny. That was the Secret Service guy that like interjected and they were like, "So, uh, President Biden, how do you feel about that Afghanistan?" That was so bad. And the Easter Bunny's like, "Ah!" And they're like, "Oh, it's the Easter Bunny." And they're like, "He's like, shit, shit, get the fuck out of here! Like, stop, don't answer nah. these questions." Yeah. That was so bad. Did you see how uh, the uh, the Biden administration announced that today that they're going to appeal the uh, Florida judge's decision to uh, remove the mask mandate? Or that, that, that the uh, federal government overstepped their boundaries. Yeah. I, They're going I to appeal it. Appeal. So the most unpopular president in the history of the United States is now going to appeal a decision that is wildly popular amongst everybody. Did you hear the Democratic Party also announced that they will – well, they didn't announce theirs discussion that if DeSantis wins the reelection in Florida for governor – they're not going to spend upwards of a hundred million dollars in the next vote in the next uh, presidential campaign trying to win the Democratic vote because they won't consider Florida a swing state anymore. They'll consider it a red state, as it should be. But it was always it was notoriously like a big blue state forever. It was purple for a long time. It was purple. purple. It was purple. No, it was. It was, it was a very high. It was a heavy mix of red yeah. and blue. It was a swing state, exactly. Yeah, it was a very but big swing a state. A lot of the times, I think it went blue. If DeSantis, uh, Miami. Well, it's it's one of the it's one of the biggest indicators of who's going to win. Right, we always talked about Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Ohio. Like for whatever reason, Ohio. Because Ohio's like fucking ten points. I know. And if, yeah. who cares? But whatever, Arizona, Nevada, like you know, California is another. One. I mean, Vermont for four makes no sense. No, I really need those four it's, points. It's a, yeah. uh, uh, the millionaires and the billionaires are <laughs> the problem in this country. Yeah. They never and listen like, to them. It's like buy Bernie, my book. It's like Bernie. Can you just like die already? Like yeah. you're dipping around in an R eight and you got like seven houses. Like we shut the fuck. You're up, not dude. fucking fooling anybody. Uh, but anyway, uh, last thing I wanted to get to before we get off the air is a quick motorsports minute. Uh, we've got the um, uh, Italian Grand Prix uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. F one. F1 has been phenomenal this year, by the way. If you haven't watched F1, all right, if you don't know anything about F1, go on Netflix, even Jack though if, if you still have it, because uh, for the first time in 10 years, Netflix uh, actually lost subscribers. Yes. Uh, for the first time in 10 years. That was crazy. That was Kicking people off this, the, the, the thing. Yeah. Uh, if you have Netflix, still go watch Drive to Survive, the F1 documentary. Formula One, yeah. It's four seasons long. It's fucking phenomenal. I love it. I'm infatuated with it. I'm not a big F1 guy. I, I, I like. I, I mean, I like it, but I'm a motorsports guy. I like right. motorsports. Period. Right. F1's just another motorsport that I like. But the drama this year has been phenomenal, and uh, especially the way the season started with the new cars and everything else, and the changes in the rules. It's no longer just you know. Mercedes, Mercedes, Red Bull. It's, you know, Ferraris inserted themselves right into yeah, the thick yep, of things. Back so you've up. got Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari. Uh, I'm sorry, Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari. Uh, Honda. Ha- Honda Red Bull. Well, Honda Red Bull. But uh, you've got those three teams, uh, six drivers basically vying for spots. You're going to have some first-time winners this year probably, uh, the way things are going. So you get the Italian Grand Prix on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock, you've got the, what is it, the Yellowwood 500. At fucking Dega, bitch. Yeah. I can't fucking wait for Sunday. As of tomorrow, like when I go to bed tomorrow night, I just want to fast forward through the next three days and just get me to Sunday. Yep. Because I got A, because I'll be at work. But B. I'll be off so I can't wait. Because I got, it's Dega, baby. Yep. Fucking Dega. If you want to watch a NASCAR race, if you're going to watch any NASCAR race, there's four NASCAR races a year. If you are not a NASCAR fan or you don't really like care about NASCAR, I would recommend that you watch. There's two at Talladega, two at Daytona. We've had one at Daytona. This is the first one of two at Talladega. The next one will be August, the last weekend of August at Daytona, and then you'll have the first weekend of October 
Uh, I think actually that's the Yellowwood 500. I don't even know what this one's called this week, but whatever. Camping World 500, probably some shit like that. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, It's Dega, bitch. Dega is the best, biggest, fastest, best track ever. And I'm like just chomping at the fucking bit. To see these new cars and the way that they're going to be able to run oh, right. on these ran, tracks, they've never ran here with this new car. Right? This is the first time they'll be taking the next gen cars to Dega. They've, you know, we saw them at Daytona, obviously in the 500, but this is the first time at Dega. A little bit bigger, a little bit faster. Should be a lot more fun. I'm looking forward to it. Sunday is going to be a day of wall to wall sports for me. I'll be getting up early as fuck, drinking my mimosas, bagels and locks. You know, a little bit of breakfast from the wife, whatever. And we'll be watching F1, and then I'll be biding my time. Nice I'm sure there'll be NBA Martin. playoff games on. Yep. I don't give a fuck about baseball because who get, who does? It's April. Uh, call me in August when shit gets interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, until then, but I am looking forward to a day of wall-to-wall sports on fucking Sunday when I just cannot wait. Sure. Cannot wait for day. I'm off, so I'll be by. I'll be I'll be running. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, running on my uh, my iRacing account. Um, yep. I'm going to actually just start a, uh, a separate YouTube channel for my iRacing account, chronicling my journey through this, iRacing. This fucking guy. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start a YouTube channel for racing. <laughs> no, it's just going to be it's just gonna be me. I, I, I suck at iRacing right now. Okay, like I'm terrible at it. I want to see from now until this time next year how much better I get. And then when I build my chassis and I have this mega fucking awesome, you know, setup sitting, I don't know, somewhere around here. It'll be sick, you know. I'm gonna. I'm probably this fall gonna. I'm gonna drop a pretty penny on making a pretty fucking sick simulator um, for me to drive in at night, and I'm just gonna sit up here and just drive, baby. Be dope. It's gonna be sick. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's drop it there, boys. Let's get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will be back next week, <laughs> same time, same place. Yeah. Uh, right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide, Joey Fats Radio, Row One, Seat One. Uh, do you guys have anything to add? Do you want to add anything? No. No? We Gucci? We Gucci? No, I got nothing to add. I think, uh, think that's it, bro. All right. Well, uh, until then, we'll see you all next week. Be sure to give us a like and a share. And uh, if you listen on Spotify Premium or Apple Podcasts or Amazon Podcasts, please give us those five-star reviews. We really, really, really appreciate them. I've noticed a couple of them we got this week uh, from people. I don't know who you are, but whoever you are, thank you very much. That's we awesome. appreciate Thank it. You. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you, guys. Keep following the Row One page, and uh, we'll keep providing you with the good content, we hope. Thank so, you, Miguel. Uh, Peace. Miguel, good looks. Until next Adios. week, 830, we'll see you. Peace.